This episode of the Boz and Bovril podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode 107 of Celtic Rumours TV, the Balls and Bothered podcast with your host Mark and myself Paul. Join us tonight, we have Terence, Terra 61 from our phone page. Maybe United Ireland uh, might come on, that's John. Um, our phone page to the podcast is www.celticrumours.co.uk. You can also check out all the links to the podcast in the description below. On tonight's show, we look back at yesterday's 2-1 victory against Ross County at Celtic Park and said January targets already planned and he's looking ahead already to tr- summer transfer targets. Um, and I suppose it's World Cup fever at the end of the, the podcast. We look at we look ahead for the opening games of the, the World Cup next week. Uh, firstly, I'll hand off to Mark for a few shout-outs and he'll talk about our food bank feed. Thanks very much, Paul. A few shout-outs to some of the lads for the forum. Tim Alloy, yeah, Glasgow Green, Old Malika. Uh, maybe be hearing from John later on. I said a Glasgow Green. Uh, maybe a, bit, a wee bit through there. I was sort of reading something on the screen there, Paul. Uh, we're 635 subs now, so I don't I think that, I think we've actually lost one there, Paul, if we know. I think, I think we, we have. did, did we? Aye, aye, I I'll, find, I'll find you, I'll find you. Smash your wind, smash your windies. Uh, Paul says he likes to everything. Everything's in the description box below through a link to. Uh, and we're, <coughs> this is my sixth year of collecting money from it's my local, uh, my local food bank, Hamilton Food Bank, through my uh, St Peter's Chapel that I go to. Uh, we're, we're, I think we're at two hundred pound already this year, Paul. Well, I turn turns topped it up to the two hundred pound earlier on. So big shout out to everybody that's donated to that already. And that runs to as closest to Christmas as I can get, just to get as much money as as, as possible. So if you can afford to get anything, please do. If you can, no hassle. Don't worry about it. It's not that kind of podcast where after people's money constantly or that. Uh, so, but if you can help share it about with people, you know, and see if they can help because it's going to be really a tough time of year for people at Christmas this year. Um, I think that's everything I've got, Paul. Mm-hmm. Right. So Celtic 2, oh, Ross County 1. Uh, Paul, there's Reece Connor just in the chat. He'll, hi, Connor. Hey, sure. uh, Celtic 2, Ross County 1. Uh, Concola opening the scoring for Ross County from this uh, penalty spot after another controversial handball penalty given against Celtic when Matt O'Reilly was alleged to have handed the ball in the penalty box. Uh, David Tomlin levelled on the 62nd minute. Uh, uh, another a lovely goal again from Haks Vanovic, uh, set up again by Rio Hatte to make it 2-1, um, securing all three points for Celtic. Celtic now go nine points clear at the top of the table after weekend results. This game is not. This game again was overshadowed by a shocking uh, referee performance by Monroe 
and that uh, it just it's just getting bad from from worse to worse really. Oh, uh, uh, like I said, out the stats for the game was. The stats for the game was uh, shots 22 to Ross County's 2, 7 on target to their 2 on target possession 75 to their 25 percent passes 605 to their 2989 percent accuracy there's uh, 63% accuracy 14 fouls to Celtic and their 5 Mark, we just have to talk about this again. We have to start it again. It's going to be on every podcast, but not so much VAR yesterday, but that referee performance by Monroe, like basically didn't know the rules of the game. One, the Ross County keeper drops the ball, picks it back up, which you can't do. Then a Ross County player gets injured and he doesn't have to leave the field. Ah, that doesn't matter. That's different, but Paul. So I saw someone on Twitter, somebody talking about that, and Mikey came on the oh, live chat. No, only if it's a booking. But the guy did get booked. The Celtic the get booked. Book. Oh, aye, right. Aye, well, that's quite aye, 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 aye. Well, that's, I didn't know that. Me. I didn't know that. I saw someone on Twitter, and I put it up, me and Kev were talking about it, but then Mikey came on and says that they changed the rules a couple of years, a years ago. Yeah, if the player gets booked, I just didn't see the booking. Aye, aye. Even Brian, nice to see you in. Eddie as well. Eddie, that's Tiny Tim, isn't it? TT for the forum. Isn't it, Eddie? But the thing, Mark, that gets me is Celtic had 89% of possession, right? We we had the ball most of the game. The amount of but we still had 14 fouls. I know, I know, it's craziness. It's absolutely you know, craziness. It, it really is. Like, how, how, how is that? Like, when we have. So that means any time Ross County got the ball. You were basically fouling them. Yeah, we were fouling them. <laughs> Aye. And I've noticed that, Paul, it's been the same over the last couple mm-hmm. of weeks. I've seen a few people on the forum and on social media and that talking about it. And I mean, I mean, how long did we sit here and say that we needed a wee bit of physicality and a wee bit of muscle and dig about mm-hmm. the team? Mm-hmm. And yet we seem to be, nearly every second touch, we seem to be making... We seem to have the most fouls into every single game. Aye, Every second touch seems to be a foul. And that's no... Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's no... Fight. It's not, the, it's not the football we're watching, if you get what, if you make understand what I'm saying, that it's just, it just it doesn't make it's any sense. It's not in our game, Mark, to be no, making we're not dirty team. Do you know what I mean? No, we're not, like, and it's not in the way Ange plays, because it's a fast flow game that he wants to play. Do you know what I mean? It's not like when the opposition team have the ball, most of the time they're going to have it for at least 5-10 minutes, or they might have a period of 15 minutes to choke the game, but you're not going to create 14 fouls. In that no. much possession, do you know what I mean? No. You know that's if you if you break it down to like to that, like you know what I mean, fifteen minutes per game, Mark. I but I would like to see Paul really at the minute. It's just like daft wee niggly fills that could either that shouldn't be minute. stopped, Mark. Aye, I mean, yeah. aye. I mean, it's some of the fills that we're getting against us. I feel like the slightest wee kind of tug on a jersey and stuff like that. Which mm-hmm. I mean, it's a physical sport, Paul. You're always going to get a wee tug and stuff like that, but when there's a tussle going on, but no constantly getting fouls for that kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And while we're talking about referee, was it uh, the penalty appeal we had with Alston in the box, it was just a blatant shoving his back. And exactly, yeah. I mean, yeah. that was another shocking one, man. Really, but he gave a free kick, Mark, against Gio Marcus a few minutes earlier. 
for the same type of foul. Ah, uh, that's aye, that aye, aye. So why is why is one not the same as the other? Like, do you know what I mean? You know. Evening, you, Deef. Thanks very much for coming in again, mate. Appreciate it's, that. It's just blatant. There's no consistency. Consistently, it's not, Max. Consistency. And you know? it's, it's, it's consistently inconsistent. And that's mm-hmm. basically what it is. It's just uh, that yesterday, that was, I mean, well, the handball, even to even take that away, because really, that, that was really only the decision VAR for any kind of see in, really, wasn't it? Yeah, but, but my problem, Mark, it was is actual referee. It was actual referee. referee that that blew it up. Yeah, Aye. he blew it up. But the problem I'm having with VAR in Scotland, Mark, is the VAR official does not overturn the referee. Do you know what I mean? That's that's the problem I'm having. VAR officials not going. Look, Dave Munroe, I think got that wrong. Go back and have a look at that there. You know that it's not aye, happening. Aye, it's aye. just whoever makes the decision. Yeah, grand, I'll go with that. It's just it's, it's like vice versa. If aye. VAR makes the decision, the referee's not going off to look at the monitor. He's going by what VAR is telling him. You know, if, if that, it, I keep saying it, Paul. Yeah. VAR shouldn't be telling the referee how no. the decision is. He definitely shouldn't. No. And I even. Even I've seen other I've seen on the other kind of blogs and things like that. Uh, people are even putting in the comment. I've said I've said it all Paul. That one of the basic rules of football is that a referee's decision's final. But it's not the referee if it's the VAR that's telling the referee what to do. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's actually the game? Aye, aye. Who's actually refereeing the game? It's, to see if it's just going to be VAR, do we really need the referee running about the pitch? Or we need mm-hmm. somebody standing in the sidelines with some kind of signal that the game's to be stopped for something. It's just, yeah. I'm just really, it's, it's turning and it's been here as many weeks as that now, three, four weeks or something like that. It's four weeks, a, like shamb- that. a shambles from day one, it, really. It doesn't, it? like, they're seeing, I remember Andrew saying last week, there's teething problems. They came up and said there's teething problems. I mean, these aren't teething problems. These are human errors. That that's shouldn't, making these team problems. Do you know what I mean? Shouldn't like, it be teasing problems? No, bro. but that's what I'm saying, Mark. Teasing problems. Teasing problems, Mark, is they're blaming VAR. Aye, aye, aye. But they're not blaming VAR. You can't be blaming VAR when these basic human mistakes are, are happening. It's not, it's like one constantly said to you, Mark, it's not the system, it's the officials. And if you ask me, Mark, they're, they're just not able to make the, they're not able to use this. Or, or, they haven't been trained properly in this. Do you know what I mean? You know, it, it just said, looks like that. I said to a Langpole, what this was going to be was just the referees doing what they've always done, scratching each other's back. Mm-hmm. There's still, again, there's no accountability. There's no, there's, no, there's no explanation of how VAR or the referees come to these decisions. Mark, it's bad. It's bad, Mark, and it really is bad if Chris Boyd comes out and he says, how was that a penalty against Matt O'Reilly? It's bad if he comes out and says that. Do you know what I mean? There's officials now, Mark, who are anti-Celtic coming out saying these stuff, like, you know what I mean? That They, they just can't be justified, Mark, because the evidence David, is there now. I totally agree with what David saying there. It was outside the box. It was, yeah. Aye, yeah. Uh, even at that... I still don't think it was a foul or a, even a penalty because of... Mark, he was too near. Ah, how his was he meant was to... By his side. He, aye. I mean, really, how was he meant to get, meant to move, like, stop that hitting him? Just mm-hmm. ridiculous, really ridiculous. Thankfully, mm-hmm. we came back, but... We came I mean, back, was, Mark, I just want to talk about that. We came back 
only for one man and one man only was Rio Hayate. You know, he grabbed that after they scored, Mark. I think he grabbed the, the grip of the game and, and he made things happen. Hayase, I thought Hayase was outstanding yesterday. Really uh, did. You know, you Tumble. said, Mark, that he's the best. I give Tom credit where credit's due. He got that goal, but so on that. What did I see him? Oh. No he's chance, overall man. game. I thought Tom had a good game yesterday. No. Uh, yeah, but Mark, this is my, my, my problem is a Tomba, right? He got that goal. And the reason he got that goal, Mark, is because I'm so criticising him. He doesn't get in the box as often as what he should have been doing. Do you get me? You know, uh, that, that he should be doing this week I in, week out. Maybe I just tell him not I don't know, Mark. It, it, How? It does. Well, Paul, look at the way Cal McGregor used to play the game. Arriving late in the box and stuff like that in Disney Day at now. Maybe Angie's trying to mould Turnbull into some other type of player. Like what? Well, no, no getting into the box as much. <laughs> no, see that, but that's... Well, he's still, well, Cal McGregor doesn't get into the box as much as he did. He's totally changed his game, hasn't he? Yeah, well, so, Cal McGregor's gone into, Turnbull... in, into the midfield role. Like, what's... But, but, what, what's Tomba's role? Tomba's role really is attacking midfielder, and, and this is what attacking midfielder should be doing. Do you mean you saw Hayasa there, Mark, getting into the box, putting in these crosses? Like Tomba should be doing that more often. Do you get me? That's what I'm trying to say. Stop he should be. You get me? <laughs> he, he should be improving all the time, but it's consistency with Tomba. You know, is he going to play performing like this? He's you a know? man of the match and one of the newspapers today, by the way. Bollocks. Yeah. Hey, Dad. What, what 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 paper was that? It was uh, one one in every two people buy it. I said, you know, look, we we'll just let Tom lives. I gave him credit. He got his credit. <laughs> we lead let that. He, for me, he's just still not not a Celtic player. And I, I, if he was sold in the morning, would ever be bothered? No. You know. You know. But I just think Mark Hayashi just uh, between all the signings. This season, Mark, I think he's on a different level. Uh, you know, right. he seems to be getting better and better and better. You know, he being more involved in the games, Mark, you know. He seems to have stepped up a bit as well for McGregor's been it. Mm-hmm, really has. Yeah. Aye. Even he's tracking back, Mark, yesterday, putting in tackles when he was tracking back. Like, you know, if, if, O'Re- if O'Reilly stepped up, he's there. Do you know? Like, there's, there's communication between... Kind of everyone, like, and I, I, I heard David as well talking about a penalty for a pro player. Which, why not just try and hit a player, like, directly aim to hit the player in the arm? Well, Mark, that's but you know what? I'm not going to get But you should be getting it then, Mark. Realistically, you should be getting this because right, right. The, the rules of the game at the moment, Mark, is no protection for the defender if it hits the, if it hits the hand. The Unless rules at the moment it. is basically so it's a penalty. Unless, when we said unless there's hard. hearts at Tynecastle. Yeah. You know? There, Brian saying, do you think he's been consistent? I don't think he has, Brian, up to now, but I'd say that he's starting to find a bit of consistency. I think since... That's what we're talking about here, Paul. He seems to have kind of came into his own a bit more with McGregor being out the team. Didn't yeah, he? I think be... he's seen, seen... Maybe it's because McGregor's no, like, the main man. Do you get what I mean? So Hattati's getting a lot made of the body, Dave, what he does. But I, I think mm-hmm. he's finding mm-hmm. a level of consistency now, Brian, definitely. Or maybe, is it, could it be as well, Mark, that 
O'Reilly is actually staying in that role. He's not pushing up as as what we saw McGregor doing when we looked at Sats there before when I put him up there, Mark, that McGregor was up at the half, packing up in the box and there was no one in the midfield area. Aye. O'Reilly seems to kind of stay back and play that pivot role and Hayasa seems to be the one that's grabbing the ball, doesn't he? Uh, he's, you know? he's, doing, he's been doing the actual playmaking role. And what it should be, Mark, really, because his first touch passing, Mark, is unbelievable. Like, you know what I mean? He, he, he doesn't kind of dwell in the ball. Do you know what I mean? You know, he one or two touches, the ball is gone. You know, I mean, like, that's uh, that dribbling to the box there for that tumble goal was outstanding. You know, really was. You know, really, really was. Very impressed with him. And I was very impressed again, Mark, with Radisson. He put in some tackles there. I think it was 2 1, Mark, and, and they were coming down there. I think it was on the, around the 85th, 86th minute. Aye. Just came you across know, and got the ball. Came across, you know what I mean? That's Mark Watt. I said it to you before, Paul. I'd, I'd be quite happy to sell you Ranovich in January no, and, yeah. bring sort of, and bring it. Just he, well, probably you're going to have a. You've always got the injury kind of thing, but if he got a big money bid for Juranovic in the after the World Cup or that, I would probably take it. And even if we need to, Paul, I'd just wait to the summer to see if it's available. Well, I'm just about to say that. We don't have to rush into. No. No, signing match because we have uh, Radisson there. And saying mm-hmm. that, I don't think Angie's the type of guy to do that. I think if and I think if like your Anovich had to go in January, I think Angie would already know who he's got in mind, and mm-hmm. it would be probably be the, the ball would probably be even be in motion kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Uh, but Yaranovich just it just seems to have said it other night, Paul. Just seems to be. As if he said he's heat hunt with transfer talk in the summer or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know where mm-hmm. it is. He just knows the same type of player that we know he can be. So, I mean, maybe he'll go and have a good World Cup and come back and be, be the brilliant again for us. But he's just, he's not really showed that over the recent, t- no, recent months. No, and he seems to be jumping out of 50, 50, 50 tackles, Mark. That we, we don't see Radisson backing out of. You know what I mean? Radisson brings, I think he brings that physicality the team that we say that's not there do you know what I mean like if one player for me if one player in your team goes in for a hard tackle the rest of the team kind of follow suit do you know uh, you know the, uh, the, it's, 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 it's the kind of tone yeah. uh, the tone and the intensity it, yeah. uh, the full team I uh, yeah, I think that's what Radisson kind of brings to the to, to the. I would still team. like to see Ralston getting a shot at centre back, Paul. Could Mark? Yeah, but definitely because he has the height. Like he's a big he's, lad. Ah, he's you a know? big unit. He's big, yeah. strong. He's quick. I mean, I'm not saying I'd throw him in like a Champions League game or like a derby game or that. But see, like I don't why see like these Australian game. Why not even play him? Like for a half at centre back and see how he does. Him, mm-hmm. do, you, do you know what I mean? Even well, Carter Vickers is away. Yeah. So fine off thing. As I said, in a friendly, put him in beside Starfield or beside. Instead of trying Starfield in Yens and Yens and Welch or, or something like that. I just should, try just, something. Just give yourself a different option. Yeah. Aye, yeah. aye. Somebody that, and then again, it's a it's a case if anyone would ever need to do it, we've got a player mm-hmm. that we know we can play in there. Evening, mm-hmm. Mappy. Nice to see you again, mate. Thanks very much for coming in. I mean, we we sat here, Mark, I think, uh, last Thursday, I think, was this, and I said to you, like, we've... Anything, like, going into the 
this this World Cup break, seven points, and anything above that is is a huge bonus. I mean, going in nine points, nine points clear, Mark. I, I said, Mark, if we if we did not win or drop points against St. Mirren, it would give I them know. a hand. But look, they were the ones who dropped points. But it was up it was up to Celtic to capitalise on that. And we did capitalise. That's what we're seeing against this Celtic team, Mark. Like, is if we lose a goal, the team kind of doesn't give up. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's belief within goal. the team to score. The, Do you know what that, I mean? I mean, Stephen Sarosa refereeing that yesterday, Paul. We were garbage in that first half. Yeah, yeah. And really, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't until we, we really went doing a, we went a goal down that we started getting going. Mm-hmm, and for mm-hmm. me, for me, really, that's no good enough, Paul. But they, they, they've done that a few times, Mark, didn't they? This season, uh, they've done that a few times. Be, uh, but you, <clears throat> you don't want to fall into that trap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's, there's so many times that we talk about it under Lennon, even under Rodgers and that, Paul. We've spoke about it umpteen times on here. You kind of, if we don't get this early goal, we seem to kind of, like, look, like, into ourselves. We don't seem to play as well as we know we, know we can. It becomes, mm-hmm. a, I don't know, but I don't know how to explain it, but we're just, the first half yesterday was garbage. I mean, let's be honest, even made it as, although we're winning games in that pool, it's, a lot of the performances over the last few weeks haven't been good at all, even though mm-hmm. we are winning games. And I know that's things that championships, champions, players are tired, etc., etc. But we've meant to get this big, massive squad, so I'm no, I'm no buying that about players being tired. If players are tired, then that tired. Shouldn't have been the team and there should be enough players there champing at the bit to get into that team and do their bit. But we need to get... We need to get back to this, the kind of high intensity starts to the game, Paul, that we used mm-hmm. to see on Durant because we've not been seeing that lately and that's a kind of worry for me. I'd be, I, I'd be concerned, really, Mark, at this going into November if if some of the players are tired already. I, I really would. I'd, I'd be what concerned. Yota the other yeah. week with muscle, muscle fatigue. fatigue. I mean, this I is think, a guy, this is a guy, mm-hmm. right, Yota, that he's probably got kind of aspirations. He might be of realistic aspirations, but he'll need to work, work hell hard. But he'll be hoping to play one day at the very top level of football, Paul. Mm-hmm. And for, I mean, he missed that. Was it? Which, was it, which Champions League game was it? Was it the first game against Real Madrid at Celtic Park? Two. He missed that, Paul, with muscle fatigue. A player for Portugal. I mean, Real Madrid's probably the be-all mm-hmm. end of these guys, kind of guys for that neck of the woods, Portugal and that. And it, you're out with muscle fatigue. But I, I don't mm-hmm. even understand what that kind of is. Do you know what I mean? It's, I don't know about that. They kind of... Uh, the, way, the approach to the game and that just seems to be a lot of Celtic team just kind of out with silly injuries, Paul. Do you get what I mean? I'm missing games and, and you'd be surprised, Mark, because it's a young team. Aye, you know aye. I mean? like going out, going out with these injuries. Like if if he's going out with these injuries, so young, like for me, it could affect him in years on. Do you know what I mean? If he's suffering aye, from but, kind of injuries like I mean, this already. Aye, but hang on a bit, that Paul. As young players that get played a lot. Well, we can see that even now with KT, but even you can go back to like some Michaelone and people, people like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you just don't know playing the, the amount of games they have. Uh, has he, do you get? I know he's young, but he's, these guys were like 17, 18 and played hard, hard games every week, two or three mm-hmm. times a week. And you has no been, de- no, you has no doing that. I mean, he's not playing. He's not playing 
Champions League games and then next thing he's playing Chelsea the league game and then the next week he's away playing his international team. Do you get his no that's a I thought that was I I don't know if I I'm no stirring or any conspiracy theories, but I don't know if there was maybe something else I hadn't seen with that because I just don't yeah, buy I that much of a you, story. I said, man, I, 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 I said that to you, Mark. Is there something yeah, else going yeah, on here that you, we don't know about? Because he seemed out for a long, long time, Mark, for kind of muscle injuries, and then I'm saying he still kind of wasn't ready. Like, was there a muscle? Was there a muscle tear? I mean, more so than muscle fatigue. You know that that's well, what I'd be kind of looking at. You know. Well, again, he goes down to the hands. He's not, he, always, he always plays his cards close to his chest when it comes to injuries in that mm-hmm. pose. It could even be down to something like that, his data protection stuff in that. But mm-hmm. I just thought it was a really, really strange one. Because even if I was feeling a wee twinge of that, Paul, I'd be running through a brick wall to <coughs> play against Real Madrid at Celtic Park. Yeah, well, players are different now, Mark. Though, aren't they? This, this, these, these young players, Mark, they don't. You know what I mean? They just don't. You mean, you go back you years, Mark, and they'll have a split head and they'll just lap a bandage around it and they'll play on. No, no. Like we saw that with a badder. When he get that knock in the knee, Mark, against Real Madrid and he went off and he was grand then for the weekend. Do you know what I mean? Aye. You know, and I know, sports just, science, I know sports science and that plays a part on it, but I still think, I still think muscle fatigue's a bit of wishy thing to miss a game against Real Madrid, way. Mhm, mhm. True, true. Uh, welcome, Terence. Again, uh, just your thoughts on yesterday. Um, yeah, it was um, it was a hard watch, no, Paul, and not mm-hmm. for the way Celtic played. It was just a hard watch with what we done, but it was a it was a brilliant result because I was kind of look. The more I was looking at it, the more I was thinking, oh God, this is gonna this is gonna go the wrong way for no fault to Celtic. Um, but yeah, brilliant, brilliant result and um. Kind of uh, shoved one right up, particularly the referee. Um, I'm sure, you might talk about that later on. But uh, yeah, it was a brilliant result. It was huge, especially the fact that the other crowd had. Uh, I got a draw that that morning as well, so it was it was brilliant, brilliant result. Mm-hmm. What was your thoughts? And like we kind of tipped it a while ago, Terence. There, what, what was your thoughts? And I, I think that was actually one of the worst performances. Just a referee who basically didn't know the rules of the game. You know. Well, it's either it's either Paul he doesn't know the rules of the game, or it's just out now playing and cheating. It's one or the other. Mm-hmm. Like. And e- and e- e- either one is hugely unacceptable. I mean, how can how can the referee give play a minute and a half of injury time in the first half? You either play a minute mm-hmm. or you play two minutes. You can't play a minute and a half. And you have the the, the Kyogo incident with the keeper. I mean, it's just <laughs> like he made it up. It's just like he made it up as he was going along. It's like something if you saw that in Sunday League football here, or junior football or junior B football or C football, you would laugh. You would laugh like going like, "I have no clue what he's doing here." And this is a guy in top flight Scottish football. It's it, it's as I said, it's either it's either complete incompetence by the referee or completely cheating by the referee. It's either one. Either one is hugely unacceptable, and you know it makes it makes. It makes a mockery, and it just shows, as we had said a long time ago before VAR came in, there's nothing wrong with VAR. It's the people that run VAR mm-hmm. that they're they're completely incapable of doing it, or again, they're completely biased. But I I said it to Mark even earlier on there today, like if Celtic and Mark probably said his fair point, they probably won't. But if Celtic did, shouldn't or don't call out this after that, like there's something seriously wrong because it's just it's just. It, 
the, the level of it was the level of it yesterday. Paul was just frightening. I mean, he couldn't wait. To, he couldn't wait to give a penalty for for O'Reilly's one. He just couldn't wait. And basically, if that's a penalty, if you're a manager now, basically what you say to your players, if you get in the box and the opposition's in front of you, in my opinion, flick flick the ball straight at his hand. There has to be a penalty. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I, Celtic wouldn't get him, but if if it goes if it goes rolls reverse like that, God, and he knows what's going to happen in the first. In the first derby match or the the next derby match in, in I know Ibrox. I mean if the Celtic players within ten yards of a range of player and they fall over they're gonna be a penalty. Well you know, I saw yesterday actually uh, about that game was was there a penalty that uh, Ryan Kent basically got booked for diving first for the penalty and then it was VAR called the back and the referee then receded the the yellow card and then gave the penalty. So it was VAR that made that decision. You know? Yeah. But it's very as well, too, Paul. If you look at it, I, I, I didn't, I didn't see their match. I just, I just saw what they thought was one all. I saw that was on last night and I saw a brief highlights. Well, I wouldn't watch them like, if I was paid. It only find a place no, 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 like you, yeah. No, but I, but yes, but yes, in every game that they've played so far, like yesterday, there was nine minutes injury time for their game. Nine mm-hmm. minutes in the second half mm-hmm. injury time. Aye, but they played ten. They played ten, yeah. So basically, Aye, they, I, I was actually, I was actually talking to Mikey live on Skype while it was. The game was ending. He was giving a running commentary on it. Well, it's basically like in, it's now on basically playing another quarter of of a half. I know it's forty five minutes before anyone comes in, but it's nearly playing another quarter of an of another yeah. of a half of football. I to, to like ten minutes. How oh, in the name of Jesus can you get ten minutes injury time? That's that's an unbelievable amount. Like and and yet you go to you go to this, you go to the Celtic game. The referee couldn't blow up quick enough in the first half. And mm. I'd say if he had his, and even in the second half, he he went further than the the allotted four minutes or whatever it was. He did, yeah. I know, yeah, I know. Some might say someone was down for a minute or whatever for a few seconds, whatever. But he still he still extended it. It was probably five and a half minutes he played there. Like, so I mean, it's 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 becoming blatantly obvious. Either as I said, they're either really really bad, which most of them are, and there's a massive level of basically cheating, which there seems to be as well. Like. Mm-hmm. Mark, you just can't really disagree what Terence is saying about it. Like, I mean, there's, there's conspiracy for two of them, cheating or just blatant stupidity. I, I used to just put it down to blatant incompetence, Paul. Although there was always be odd, odd occasions I'd say that it was justified of being caught doing it before. But overall, because as I've spoke to Jonas and other people, but it's not just our games, it's Celtic games that suffer for this. But... Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, like yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard to actually put into words. It's, is it cheating? I mean, let's be honest. Is it? Do you break terms? Do you honestly think it's cheating? I do, yeah. You do. One percent. One percent. I'm actually starting to come into that kind of way. I think as well. To be honest about it. But Mark, if you look at the stats, right? Celtic have four goals against us. Penalties. Rangers have none, and they've seven far, and Celtic only have one. They've no, and you look at that tackle yesterday from Sands, where there's a blatant, blatant penalty when he kicked the St. Mary player, and it wasn't given. I know, I know. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's like one rule for one, and, and another rule for, for another team. I saw this on Twitter earlier, and I put it on the forum, right? Uh, Celtic have conceded 17 penalties in the SPFL in the last five league seasons, and been mm-hmm. awarded 26. That gives us a plus nine. Rangers have conceded. Rangers have conceded seven and been awarded thirty-four 
Fanetti plus 27. According to Boyne Twitter, that's 300% more. Somebody else can work out the, the mass on that. And just mm-hmm. for a reference, the guy put Liverpool are plus 13, Man City are plus 14, Madrid are plus 15, Barcelona are plus 12. Yeah. So, I mean, no, they're two big massive rivalries in biggest leagues in the world and you can see that they're kind of evenly balanced. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But then you look at us and it's just... It's just Disney. Disney um, it doesn't add up, Mark. Like, no. I mean, you, you look at the sum, the penalties they're getting is just... Do you it's just if they're getting those penalties, like, and then you see us against Hearts, you're going, where's the consistency here? Like, uh, really? it's a bit what I said last week. With the, see the one last week against us for Burnaby? Mm-hmm. That makes the Hearts one look even more ludicrous. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when the boy's on his back's to the goal, he's in mid-air, and the ball hits him in the, the hand or the arm or whatever, and we get a penalty. The other one, the guy's facing the player two foot away from facing him and he's there him away out to the side and it happens. And then he and then he runs away. Did you I, ever notice though? Did you ever know that the van if you ever noticed Radisson and not every player can do it, but he seems to have a knack to it. Is when he's throwing himself the ball, his hands are behind his back. Ah, uh, he puts his hands behind his back. Yeah, yeah, not every player can do that like but I mean he's he for me that's shown that he knows if his hands are out and then his his hand it's a penalty. But if the bog is already seed ball and the boy he does it back onto his arm. <laughs> that won't surprise me, man. I don't know, that's the time yeah. we be Bernabe last year behind his back, but yeah. if the ref is on at the right angle, would the ref be shouting if I want to have a look at that? I think that hurt his arm there. Even though mm. his arm's behind his back. It wouldn't surprise me some Yeah, It that really would, Mark, yeah. I, you know what? If if there was a penalty call for that uh, but even Malcolm McCoy came out yesterday, today, and he said that he was talking to Ange in the sideline about O'Reilly's penalty, and he said, there's no way this could be given. No. Do you know what I mean? And, and, and it was given. Well, I mean, obviously, you, obviously, the manager, you're going to take that, especially yeah. when you're Malcolm Oh, of course, yeah, you can't blame him for taking the market. It's not up, but he actually couldn't believe it himself that it was given. Do you know what I mean? Would you have to understand, Paul, as well? And... I'd say this play. I'm saying this as clear as day. If a Celtic player, if the ball touches a Celtic player's hand or arm in the box, okay. it's going to be a penalty. Uh, it's going to be a penalty from, from from here going forward. It's going to be a penalty, regardless of whether it's whether regardless of whether your man's an inch away from him or your man's five feet away from him. If the ball touches a Celtic player in the arm, they're going to award a penalty. Simple as that. Uh-huh. And it, uh, and that's why I think there's blatant cheating involved in it. I really I really do and and. Some of the nonsense is just some of the nonsense of it's 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 beyond it's beyond a joke, and the only time that Celtic got awarded the penalty against Livingston, which was even a dubious penalty, we had discussed, they were probably happy enough to give him that penalty. They were two 0 up at the time. Aye, They're, that's the thing. Terms they get when it doesn't mm-hmm. matter, but we've got that if it yeah. was sitting at one each. Yeah, or one or nil all, or you know, you're, they're not, aye. they're not going to, they're not going to get a big penalty. They're not going to get a big penalty decision. So we just not. Get, we always get penalties from. We don't, we don't need them. Be as you say, terms for two nothing up. We'll, we get a penalty. So it really doesn't make much difference. But there, they yesterday. They're one nothing done. They get a penalty. That's a, that's a point. I know it's good for us that they still drew, but still they picked up a point on, a, on another dubious, on another dubious penalty. But that's the running joke, to Mark. I said that to fellas at work. Fellas were saying to me other playing so, so I said they'll get a penalty with VAR, and they all started laughing at me. I said, "You think I'm fucking joking, boys?" 
sorry for swearing. I said, you think I'm joking? I said, but but it but it is. But that's the running that's the running joke. Like, oh, Rangers are losing. They're about to be, they'll get a penalty. And the problem is now with VAR, it's even more it's even more um more head to them that they can kind of justify it. That's the problem. Uh, I mean, but look, I mean, look, just even assuming you look on the forum in that over the last couple of years, I mean, they're all Tim Alloy. Look at the money all Tim Alloy's made off of betting about Morelis getting booked and them getting a penalty in games. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's, he's making a wage off of that nearly every week, okay. you get what mm-hmm. I mean? And as, you, just, as you're saying, Terms, you can probably you can predict it now. I said, I said yesterday that, I, thought, I, put, I think I said 4-1, was it, Paul? I said, but, but they would get something out of VAR, they'd get a penalty out of VAR. I'm convinced, from what you're saying, Terms, see if you know, Celtic are going to at least have a penalty against them in the majority of games. Yeah, oh, kind of yeah. Like that, I mean, and even came back, didn't he? One of the boys put it up. I don't. Was it David that put it up earlier? I don't even think O'Reilly was in the box. I don't think he was in the box either. No, he was outside. He was. He was out. He, he was passing hands. Was like, line. Yeah, his body was in the line, but his hands were outside the box. Do you get me? You know, but even, so even the ball was handed outside the box, though. Do you get me? Sorry. But if you look at it, if you look at it, the Ross County players, like he's a foot from him. No one appeals. Yeah. That's, no one appeals. Uh, no, that no. Was like Dundee, that was like Dundee United one as well. We burned the yeah. Dundee United mm-hmm. players looking for that. No, no one appeals. No one appealed, and that's why. That's why when you look at players, and you look at players' reactions generally on the pitch, they'll kind of they give you a good insight into it. Whether it's a bad tackle or whether it's a handball or whether it's something like that. Yeah, if you compare like that yesterday, the Burnaby one, no one Dundee United never even complain. Never even complained. The Ross County guy. Never even made a made a motion to to claim for a penalty, mm-hmm. as opposed to say the two the two the two penalties that Celtic conceded against Hearts, which were both blatant penalties, and they they were given. But then if you look at the Hearts guy, he knows he's done it. He's running away with his hand behind his back as if he's ten years of age, and yes, there's nothing given. Like it's it's just like I be I will be amazed if then in the next derby match. If Celtic don't concede at least one penalty in Ibrox and get a player sent off, I'd be amazed. Yeah, that's, that, amazed. That, that, that'll be my uh, most worry as well going into the next derby. Yeah, and that would be. Yeah, I would. I would think. I would think there'll be stonewall penalty given to them, whether it's a penalty or not. And I'd be amazed if a fella isn't red carded as well. Mm-hmm. Like that's, even, just my, that's just my opinion on it. Even Matt O'Reilly came out after the game. And he said, like the ball. Hit off my hand and my hand was down by my side. Like, what am I supposed to do? Do you know what I mean he's and he said it like there's been decisions gone against us and still, I, I'd be surprised if he gets pulled in that. Uh, I think you may have a wee charge yeah. coming out of that maybe, but Celtic should just fight it. Exactly. I, yeah. I don't, I, I'm sick, fed up with Celtic just accepting stupid wee daft things like that. Paul, no, no back to the player. But well, Matt, this is the time to be doing it. To do it when we're winning. Ah, you know, because if you lose it, go yeah. Well, why why weren't you doing all these ones when you when you were look when you when you were winning games? Mm-hmm. You know I mean, keep it consistent. But it's well consistent. But as well too, Paul. After yesterday, and Matt O'Reilly was dead right. And if oh, the, yeah. the Scottish if the Scottish FA come and say, well, blah 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 blah, they could turn this. Something should be turned around and going, sorry. Can you explain to us how referee plays a minute and a half injury time? First mm-hmm. of all, can you please explain to us the reason why? The referee gave a free kick to the keeper when there was no free kick when the keeper put down the ball and, re- and picked it back up. Why is that not an incorrect free kick? Yeah. <laughs> he runs to the you game, know? Terence. He can't pick yeah, up just, the ball. 
no, you know, and then and then there's numerous there's numerous other incidents in the game. Can you ex- can you explain how that's a handball and this one isn't a handball? If Celtic have a list of things and go to the Scottish FA and say, we need you to explain these to us. We need you to explain to us how this can occur. Give us give us give us an explanation as to why the referee done this, why the referee done this, why the referee done this, and why the referee done that. If the more Celtic keep quiet, the more Celtic keep quiet, the worse and worse these decisions are going to become. That's the problem. That's the one decision, Mark, that Terence said there that I actually just cannot get my head around this. The keeper drops the ball, he picks it back up and gives it free against Kyogo. <laughs> I, mean, I just Sorry. really, really cannot get my head around this. Like, what did Kyogo do? I mean, it was the keeper's fault. He picked up the ball. Aye. Aye, it was, uh, uh, just, uh, uh, there was times during that game, Paul, I thought the ref just wasn't really actually in control there. Yeah, but Jonas warned us about this referee before, Mark, and Jonas said exactly I think that this fella basically does not know, know the rules. And for me, it's coming down to the Scottish FA, the, the standards of referees that they have up there just aren't good. And I said it to you, Mark, thing like, there's a reason they don't have referees refereeing the Conference League, Europa League, don't, not even, they won't even get near a Champions League game, but they're not even refereeing in the Conference no. League. Do you know, can, you ma- all- can you imagine yeah. any European team, Paul, coming up with a referee like that? Any, no matter whether it's whether it's Real Madrid or whether it's some wee team for the back of beyond there in Eastern Europe, mm-hmm. but if they come up against a referee like that in a, in a, a European Bobby game, Madden was the last uh, one, Mark. I think I said uh, that. Didn't he? He, was, he was the last one, and there was a complaint went in with the, the two, not not just one club, the two clubs complained. Right, right. That's oh, right. this fella ref in this game, and after that, there has been no Scottish referees. So that's basically showing that UEFA aren't even interested in these referees down here. Paul, I mean, they, they wouldn't get a game in the League of Ireland. No, that's what I'm saying, Terence. Yeah, we, we we actually have better, and we're an amateur league. Yeah, better standards. Even once the league, Terence. No, but that even that incident you said there, Paul. Like the referee basically just changed the rules. Because the, yeah. the, cross, the cross came in, the keeper caught it, Maeda went up for him. There was no whistle. There was no signal for a free kick. There was a few seconds later, then the keeper put it down, then he realised Kyle goes in front of him, then he picked it up. Then the referee probably, then the referee went, oh, uh, what did I do here? Okay. It's a free out there because of the challenge there by Maeda there 45 seconds ago. And you're like, Ooh. are you serious? Like, And even like, I'd say, I'd say even all the the Ross County players are just were probably looking going like, what is this clown doing like? And that's you know what he, Celtic he's should just do. Up he goes along like. Do you know what Celtic should do? Let Tom Boyd approach the Scottish FA about the decisions about the referee. <laughs> Love <laughs> the TC comes out with Mark and Celtic TV oh, here just unbelievable. Ah, he doesn't miss the target very often. I love listening yeah. to Tom Boyd yeah. really do. Even in Rod, the thing about that is, right, we spoke about this earlier on, but Rod, it turns out if a player's been booked, the guy doesn't need to leave the park to the Celtic player. I can't even mind what Celtic player was it, the goat book, Paul? No, Who I can't it? remember. That's why you said I can't remember, Mark. Yeah, really he didn't... get booked. Was it no... Oh, it was that done the challenge, he got booked so the guy didn't need to leave the park. It's a rule that's been brought in over the last couple of years that we were, <clears throat> one of the boys on the forum just brought to our attention. Yesterday yeah, I knew that rule was there, it. but 
I knew that rule was there, but I actually didn't see the Celtic player getting booked. That's what I'm thinking it was, Terence Ajax Abanovich. I think yeah. it was him. Uh, yeah. but I, I'm, like you, Paul, I don't think I actually showed you on the screen I'm getting booked, but I think no. he had been booked, and that's why he had, the player didn't have to take off. But mm-hmm. every time a player got injured, he's going off, Tom Boys, like, oh, somebody, somebody must have told the referees the rules at half time and stuff like that. Yeah, that do, you remember when, do you remember when, do, do you remember when Matt Riley went off? Yeah. Some must have talked to referee about the rules of the game. I think they said is it something like if, if if it's a foul and the player basically the opposition player gets a booking, the player doesn't have to go off or no, if it's just an in, if it's no. an injury you have to go off like. Yeah, but my problem is with that Terence, right? Look how long it took then the referee to rave on O'Reilly yesterday. Do you know what I mean? It's like the player going off is getting punished for receiving treatment it's up to the referee's discretion then to rave him back on like well, O'Reilly didn't get raved back on there's about two three minutes into the game you know yeah, but that, that's 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 exactly the same as that's just the cheating like yeah but that's a rule that it's, it's 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 basically like why should the injured player I know it's encouraging people not to go down and time wasting like that but if you're seriously injured you shouldn't be waiting on the sidelines two minutes to come back on. Like, you know, it's uh, speaking about Haksabanovich, that was some goal yesterday, wasn't this? Mm-hmm. Really, really was. He, he took, that, took that well, didn't he? Ah, really yeah. finished. I'm liking yeah. him. I really am. I'm really liking Haksabanovich. I think he could. I mean, the people in the, like, the live chat yesterday pulling out, oh, I don't think he'll be here that long in that. I don't know. How do they know, Mark? Yeah. Ah, he's only young just because he's playing well. It's like people are. Oh, Matt O'Reilly, he'll be away in January. I don't, Matt O'Reilly will only be leaving Celtic in January. No chance. Is Matt O'Reilly going to leave Celtic in January in the mid-season? Not, unless there's an absolute crazy offer, it's not going to happen. <clears throat> and come the summer, there'll be a lot of interest in Matt O'Reilly, Haksabanovic, but are they going to go to a team that's going to be playing the Champions League next year? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is a bit that we've, sp- we've spoke about it even with potential signings, if you're potentially signing somebody, you can say to them, we'll be playing the Champions League next year. That's a big attraction, Paul, to young players that are only going to... Do you get what I mean? Chelsea's not going to be signing the Man City, Leipzig. They're not going to be signing them to play in Champions League. So Celtic mm-hmm. has a kind of pathway for these young players to get to play in the Champions League a lot earlier in their career than they would think of the kind of option to do it. I mean, a year ago, Matt O'Reilly was still playing with MK Dons. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Matthew, you saying there? Sorry. No, Matthew, sorry. I was just going to say, I don't think, I really don't think there's a, maybe some of the fringe players will be looking to get out in that, but I don't I think, think be, any of the big players only, will be really pushing. The only one, Mark, I think, maybe, Juranovic, yeah, he be, could be the only one, I think, who'd potentially go in January. I that's, think that's, I agree with that, Paul. I really yeah, do. That's the only one. I think at the moment, Mark, there's there's this. I know it doesn't mean much, but there's a sense of the what would you call it? Uh, togetherness. Up. Togetherness within this uh, team. But we're all in this together. Yeah, uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And, and I won't be surprised, Mark, if a lot of these players actually repay Ange and give Celtic another goal next season in the uh, Champions League because this seems to be that kind of. Um, partnership or togetherness within the squad that's that's my opinion you know I, I, I really can't see 
on Japanese pair leave like the likes of Hayashi you now because Hayashi is going to be attracting interest, you know. But I think there's a loyalty to Ange just but just uh, the way these Japanese players are, you know. I feel there's a loyalty to Ange. I wouldn't be surprised to see, like, right, I'm not getting into it with you again, Paul, but honestly, I wouldn't be surprised to see Gucci maybe even going out on loan in January. Could do. And other kind of French players, but there David's saying, I know about Angie's comments about players leaving, he thinks one is off in January, that's why I think Yota is off soon. I don't, I don't know. But you that's, another, that's the thing as well, there. Mm-hmm. Well, like, I mean, Van Dijk, Van Dijk for argument's sake, was one of the classiest players that have been at Celtic for a long time. And, it, like, teams, for argument's sake, in the Premier League, when he was playing regular and he was playing in Europe and all that, teams down there didn't rate him because he was playing in Scotland. So, with the greatest mm-hmm. respect, the majority of those teams aren't going to even yeah. rate a Matt O'Reilly or a Jota or or Hatati or any of these. Because a lot of them, there's a huge level of huge level of um, arrogance down there that oh you play in Scotland you can't you you can't go down like I'm just I just you need to stay yeah. at Southampton for a year if one of the big teams comes in for you to prove that you're capable in that league how many top how mm-hmm. many players have left Scotland and went to like a top team yeah, no well, look, I, I was just—I was just going to say, Mark. Like, man, I, I slightly off it. But look, look when your man went down. Look when Rodgers went and when Gerard went to both went to Leicester and went to to Aston Villa. Not exactly two top teams in in no. in the Premier League way up the ladder. But they didn't. There, none of the no no one from either of the two sides went down. Like, you know, there wasn't there wasn't no, bids no. there wasn't bids for any players. Like, you know, hearing stories that oh, Rodgers is going to take a few, and you heard oh, Gerard's going to take a load from their side. No, no one went like. So well, like, Roger they're, did. They're... Rog, Rog, Rogers did come in for Edward, and then was a piece of Lowell added on some tax. Aye, <laughs> uh, uh, but it, I think I but, think Rogers. But he was going anyway, I think Rogers thought he would get uh, been able to take McGregor with him as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And who knows? Maybe see, I, I, I think maybe even guys like Carl McGregor and that. I'm not saying they've got a dislike for Rogers. He, he brought them a lot of trophies, he brought them a lot of success in that, but I think even the way you left, maybe have stuck in their throat a bit as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, maybe, maybe, if he, see, maybe if he'd waited to the summer and then left to go to Leicester and he tried to bring get McGregor, it maybe have been a different story kind of thing, but I think the way you sneaked out the back door in the middle of the night, I think that put a lot of players off. Mm-hmm. Even, would you, I mean, would you trust a guy like that, Ter? No. no, you could. You could. Like, you, I mean, could you, guys, you could. You could. You could. Yeah. Just use a sunbeds. Even in your work, but even in even in like in your work environments and that, if you've got a manager that you've been getting on with, he's doing well, doing brilliant, and then all of a sudden he just right, I'm, uh, he comes in one morning and says, right, I'm leaving. Oh, what? Aye, I've got another job. When are you leaving? The end of the month? No, the new. And it just puts mm-hmm. everything up there. Everything up there. Would you, you? I mean, even even if the guy was what you would call a kind of friend, you would be a bit wary of him in future, wouldn't you? You wouldn't. You just wouldn't. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. You'd be. You'd be. You'd be like. You'd be like that, Mark. If you would even. If it wasn't even the manager, if it was, if it was, if it was a work colleague, and he was like that, and he was all about you, and then all of a sudden something turned up, and he went, he went a bit, a bit weird. All of a sudden, quickly like that, you'd be like, fucking hell, like I kind of, I kind of trusted this lad, and all of a sudden, look at this after doing here. Like you'd be very wary. You'd be very, very wary of someone like that. And yeah, yeah, you're dead right about the about that situation with McGregor. Like McGregor might have been looking at that, and Rogers could have said to him about coming down, and Rogers could have said, you know, you'll be involved in the squad, and 
I'll make you captain, I'll give you this, yeah. I'll buy you a house off the club and everything. Yeah. Well, McGregor, McGregor's, McGregor's club, club captain, he's obviously wasn't it, but he was going to be. Club captain, he's a regular. He's probably he probably said the regular, like, down there, I like. Remember, I remember my dad brought me over to watch you when you were in the Celtic Youth when you were 14 years of age, and I, uh, I, I, I followed you ever since. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I wrote to Danny McGreen asking about you. <laughs> For another glass, yeah, of, of Cal McGregor. <laughs> Evening, Steph. You're my wee hairy um, I just want to come back to this, Matthew, to things there. Um, with all the crazy bad decisions, aren't you delighted we're nine points clear and have a few very injured players? Definitely. I mean, that's, for me, that's just, this is a sign of champions. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're not playing our best. But we're still getting results. Players are kind of stepping up. We're winning. For me, at the moment, Celtic have to beat three people, three three objectives. They have to beat the team first, then the referee, and then VAR. You know, it's just kind of three obstacles. Celtic have to beat. You know, that's that's just the way it is. And there was two. What he said yesterday, they're giving us bad decisions. The thing, and they still can't beat us. You know what I mean? But I'd be very surprised if he's not pulled in that door. Uh, his comments yesterday. But Mark, he, he's right. Look, we've injured players. We're missing one of our top players. O'Reilly has stepped into that role, but we're still getting results. You know, we're not playing, as you said, we're not playing the best of football, but we're getting results. You know? Aye, we're grinding it, eh? Aye. Mm-hmm. But still, still hide the fact that some of the performances, even mm-hmm. outside the Champions League, I'm just talking about in the league have been a bit dire over the last few weeks. If I was offered Champions League on 15 grand a week or 50k a week for no Champions League, it's a no-brainer. But it's not been to Cal McGregor. He no, Scott Brown was the same. Scott Brown, these players could have left Celtic. These players could have left Celtic for a lot, a lot more money in heaven. So who's to say that I mean, who's to say that Matt O'Reilly's not going to say, here, this is actually, I'm, I'm actually happy here for the next X amount of years. I don't know mm-hmm. his personal life, if he's married, if he's got kids or whatever, but the other thing... No, he's not married. In, no, no, he's not married. No, she means he's not dad up to the game. Oh, right. Yeah. But even yeah. things like that would come into it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, Cal McGregor, that's good to think about if I, you know, I'm uprooting my family, I'm updating this and the veins are settled in at school and I'd need to take mm-hmm. me to a new school and stuff. So all that does come into it. Mm-hmm. Matt O'Reilly as well, like, we'll, we'll not forget that Matt O'Reilly had no club. Do you know, Matt O'Reilly had aye, no clue. And, and, and said he came in from it. He's not, he's not going to turn his... About a, 10 grand an extra week's not going to turn his head turns when he thinks to back to how he was at MK Dons when he yeah. left Fulham and his knee team. And, I mean, and, 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 and you, judge, you judge that alone from, for me, his comments yesterday. He, he, stri- he strikes me as a kind of a fella and I, I think everything that's going on with it, it's really, really... I think it's annoying the Celtic squad, but mm-hmm. the one thing it is, it's unifying them big time. And it's mm-hmm. basically, I'd say, behind closed doors, they're like, right, lads, we're going to shove this right up them. We're going to sh- we, know, we know we're up against here. It's a motivation. It right against them. Yeah, it's a motivation. Like, well, it's, it's, it's massive unity between the players because they're basically mm-hmm. knowing what they're going out against. Like. And Matt O'Reilly said it yesterday. <laughs> but like, Matt O'Reilly, as I said, Matt O'Reilly had no club. He was training. I was thinking he was he was training with MK Dons or 
he didn't he refused the contract from Fulham at the time or whatever it was when he was there. I think he was doing a bit of training with MK Dons or something like that. He's not going he's, he's not gonna forget that. And I, I actually to, think as well, just just relating to Matt Roy, that he's actually learning a lot from Ange. You know, he seems to become a better player himself. He I just first, that. He, he's first team football, Paul, and he's also going yeah. to remember Celtic were willing to give me a chance. It's fine all these clubs saying, oh, Matt O'Reilly was top of the stats. He was one of the top midfielders in all our stats and all our analysing and all this. Yeah, but none of you, none of you were willing to take a punt at him. Celtic no, were. And he's, getting, he's getting called up uh, to the Denmark under-21s now as well, like something that mightn't have happened if he was down in MK Dance, do you know? When you're reading a live chat there and that everybody's like, oh, money talks, it always does. Players will always leave for money. But money doesn't always talk. I think it depends on the actual player because Celtics offered players a lot of money to come to Celtic. They didn't, be, didn't they come because it was Scottish football. Mm-hmm. Players, there's players done interviews over the years that say they got a healthy financial offer for Celtic, but they didn't fancy the Scottish league. So money mm-hmm. doesn't always talk. Although I did say, well, that was the thing, Mark. Really, uh, yes, he first time he didn't fancy Scottish football right. when he was signed for Celtic, and then. New like Lennon phoned him up and, yeah, phoned him up and gave him a five-year like deal. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> After they agreed alone with him. But I, yeah. think it dep- I think a lot of it does depend on the player, the, the actual mm-hmm. player, and what has gained, I don't know, I don't know if it's ambition or outlook or plans or whatever it is, but I, I, I don't think you can say, oh, O'Reilly will, will leave, Hattati will leave, this one will leave, Haxabanovich will leave. They'll definitely be interested in them because they're all quality, good young players. But whether they go or no, ultimately it'll come down to the player. Because Celtic have always always tell these players when they're signing them, look, you progress, you get better. If we get big money offers for you, we'll no, we'll no hold you back. We'll, we're here to help you. We'll help you build your career like we've done with Ayer, like we've done with Edward, blah, blah, blah. And we don't stand in the way. If a big money offer comes in, it gets put to the player if they fancy the move. And that's basically it. And whether the player says yeah or nay, the club doesn't force anybody out the door. That never happens. Mm-hmm. There'll, be, there'll be certain players that'll be mad to go. They'll be mad to get out the door, so to speak. And there'll be other players that'll be quite comfortable to be to be playing with Celtic because, as you said, they're going to be playing first team football, and they'll be playing they'll be playing Europe every season, whether it's Champions League or Europa League. They'll be involved in this. But you'll have other players from like Fragilistic. I think the likes of Jota, if he got any good offer, he'd be gone like a bullet. I think yeah, I would think I think, so. I, He'd be that I, type I, of player, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think obviously, like Juranovic would probably be would probably go as well. I mean, I mean, some of the other like to be honest, I couldn't see it in any of the Japanese lads personally because I just ah. think there's a there's a there's a they have a different they seem to have a different mindset and a, and a, there's nearly like an honour, mm-hmm. kind of, so to speak. Whereas somebody else, no, no, look, I'm not saying anything wrong with maybe, that. Maybe because, they're foreign, maybe because they're foreigners, there. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah, is, is, loyal, is loyalty made like a, no, not even like a Scottish thing, like a UK thing? Do we kind of put too much of that kind of loyalty tag on things like? You, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, the foreigners oh, come and go, but you're expecting a certain kind of loyalty because they're Scottish, because they're Celtic supporters. Because, do you get what I mean? That kind yeah, of because thing. they're because they're born and bred and the whole lot, like kind of thing, grown up in it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, I, 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 I exactly, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Mark. Um, on on that front, but I, I do think that there's there's you could I think there'll be I think there's certainly different individuals will have different levels of 
So what they call it loyalty. One guy might say, look, they've given me my break. I, I, I'm eternally grateful for them. I owe them everything. You might have other guys that will we'll have it as a terminology, the stepping stone. And if a third, like an, an Edward style guy or, or an Encham guy, as soon as someone comes in, they're, they're out the door kind of thing. And I would think with the greatest respect to him, I would think if there was a big, if there was a big name came in for, or a big deal came in for Jota, he'd be gone. If it was a bigger European side, so to speak, he'd, he'd definitely be gone because I'm sure he has himself playing at a at a higher oh, level God. down the line. You know what I mean? And I, and yeah. I, I'm not having, I'm not having a pop at the guy, but that's he just he just gives me that impression as opposed to a Matt O'Reilly or a or a Tate or any of these boys. I, I don't think it, I don't think they'd have the same urgency to leave. That's just a, that's just my opinion on it. You know. And nobody, when people are talking, oh, this one could leave, that one could leave. Nobody talks about Abada. I think he's one of his best youngsters we've had in a long, long time. He's a bit rough around the edges in his forums, though being the best so far this season. But what he done for a young lad coming in that first year last year? That, that, a badest quality. Well, he was quality to start of the season, though, Mark. He scored a lot of goals in the first, first five or six aye, games. Aye, he, maybe aye. he fell off a bit there. like. But he had a hat-trick against Dundee United. I think he, he scored about six or seven goals. But, he's, but he's, his stats, as you said, between goals and assists for a guy of... He's twenty years of age. Is absolutely it's right. like he was a fellow in the Premier League, and he'd done that. He'd be probably worth about eighty million. I think I've got so, thing about that. Just while we're on transfers, yeah. uh, well, there it's there, Paul. Can you mm-hmm. read that? That's the latest stats, goals and assists and stuff like that. Yeah, but I can't come out there now because I'm on. All right, the, right. the, the comments. Yeah, it says yeah. nine goals. Two assists, played 22, 22 games, uh, 30 shots, goals, goals converted 30%, 70. Yeah, like, I mean, you know, I mean, he's he's, he's, he's banging, like, he scored nine goals, like, and two assists. The Kyogo one's a bit worrying for me, terms, when you look at it. Well, I can actually zoom in on that. Yeah, you can if you want, large, in large screen. Yeah, Kyogo, 11 goals, two assists. Shot accuracy forty seven percent. Yeah, but some of it, some of his misses are terrible, the mark. I, I know. It's like, I know. It's, like, it's like missing your mouth with a fork, like. But but the funny thing oh, about I, it is, I, I do that quite regular. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but you're no you're you're accurate. No, <laughs> it is. Yeah, but your accuracy percent is only twenty two percent, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 for for your for an out and out striker like him. It, it it it's he he kind of needs four chances to score one, but he had, now in his defence he has he has seemed to sharpen up a little bit there in in the last couple of games. Whereas he looked like maybe pre the World Cup that he was looked like his mind was elsewhere. But well, he's maybe, the same maybe the goals as this now. time last season. The same of yeah. goals this time last season. But you, if you look at that, you 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 want to look at improvement in last season and what Terence is saying there, Mark, like. He kind of dipped in form there, and I, I think that was down to all this trouble with the Japan manager at the time. That he, there was rumours that he wasn't getting in for ever since. I, I think just ever since what's, what's Japan. What's happening with that? What's happening with that, Pablo? He's out. He's not coming in because there was a player injured, and basically the Japan manager called up a different player. You know, so whatever's happened there, Koyogo's not getting into that squad. No, you know. David, back to right, back to this with Yota, David. So when do you think he's going to go? Like, I don't think he's going to go in January. No chance. And 
And she be honest, she come next summer. I don't really care who goes. Do, do, do you get what I mean? But I'm I'm get that kind of trust in Angie and Mark Long, whatever's going on behind the scenes. I've got a plenty. Well, trust Mark, in Angie, 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 Angie did, want to Angie, be Celtic, Angie did say that big players will need, and for the big players to need, we need that to invest in the squad to take us to the next level. Aye. So if Yas is going to leave. Fair I'm dues. expecting someone better to come in than Yara. Do you know what I mean? I was I said the same thing about Ivanovic. If Ivanovic leaves, I don't want Celtic signing the player for one million. Do you know, I want someone better. Spend that le- extra bit that's going to take Celtic to this next uh, level uh, in the Champions League that Ange wants us to. Do you get me? Don't, get, don't get bogged down on the transfer fees, Paul. You ever talking about Matt O'Reilly, a million and a half? Oh, I know, that's, yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, I know what you know mean. Like, I don't uh, want them making these uh, kind of silly mistakes uh, that we did before. Do you uh, know what I mean? I gamble. You know? Yeah, go take for the a, best a, player that's there. Aye, aye, definitely. Improve. You know? If you're selling a player, I mean, realistically, what, what kind of transfer fee do you think we should be looking for for the likes of Yota? Up in the right. Good night, Brian, mate. Enjoy your shift. I bud. see Max, Mark, we should be looking at about 15, 20 for him, at least. I'd say it's a million, ten or twelve. For your? I would think so at the minute. That, that's at the minute. I, unless, unless, unless there's the, if you're, if you're to look at him now, I think he's definitely worth around the 20 million mark, definitely what Paul has said. But unless he starts perform, performing, because the problem is, Mac, is it's the Champions League where they'd be looking at. They're not going to be looking at massively at the SPL games. The problem for me was he missed a couple of them with this with that fatigue thing. I I was surprised he missed the Real Madrid game. To be honest, I know he came on and scored a, scored I, a cracker. I, 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 I had a wee rant about that earlier on. Yeah, but I I found I found it hard to believe. But I I I would think I would think in the current in the market that I think he might be more bracketed around ten twelve million. No, I think he's more than that. But would someone pay that? Maybe not. You know, maybe not because. They might say it's in Sc- it's Scotland. It's not Champions League. It's not all the rest of that stuff. Do you know what this will 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 be, Mark? We'll actually find out now how shrewd uh, Michael Nixon is. Because one thing you could say about Peter Lord was he got the max for the Celtic players. Now this is a big test for, for for Michael Nixon, in my opinion. Aye. Grant he bought the players, but what are we going to get from? You know, this is going to be. Aye. A big test for him to get the best best value he can for players. Well, you know? I mean, personal be a kid that Paul. He's learned for the best. Mm-hmm. Like you're saying, below. I mean, for all his faults, I've never faulted him for the money he brought no. in. He'll take never in a million years with ever fault him for the money that he brought in. But hopefully Nicholson takes the same kind of hard hard mm-hmm. approach. So. Mm-hmm. But. I don't know, man. He's kind of deflated me a wee bit with that, Terence, man. I was going to say about like a twenty million pound mark, even just for <laughs> because it, in the bigger scale of things, Terence. Again, it depends where he's going. I mean, if it's a if it's a mid-table team or in Portugal or that, they've no got that kind of money to spend. But if he's going, I won't England, think he'd go back to Portugal, Mark. I think his ambition's too high for that. Wait, no, just well, the only thing I would the only thing I would say to you is, and you're trying to use it as the benchmark, is. And Dyke. No, they they don't. They didn't rate Van Dyke because he was playing with Celtic, uh, and Southampton took a punt at him. And then the following season, he went from being twelve million to seventy-five million. 
What what teams would you think would take a punt, Jota? Would look at Jota? It's definitely the bottom half. And are they oh, going to pay? Are they going to pay? Look at Crystal Palace. Even Edward and Edward was when he wanted to go, he should have got. They should have gone earlier. But that's a, that's another question that if a player isn't is getting the situation where they want to go, Celtic has to leave the goal because they, they learned. We learned the hard way what happens when you keep players who don't want to be there. But look at Edward. Edward didn't go for massive money. You know, so they're, they're, I'm using those guys as a benchmark as to the, as to, as to, I'm, I'm, even trying, I'm even trying to count inflation into it as well, a wee bit, you know what I mean? Maybe, Mark, it, but what you'll find is I think it'd be, it won't be any more than 15 million. And that's if Jada plays the rest of the season, he plays outstandingly well. It won't be any more than 15 million. In my opinion, I hope I'm very wrong. I really do. But if it's down in the Premier League, there is, there is an there is an arrogance down there that it's Scottish football. This guy is playing in Scotland. He's played Scottish football. He's playing on a team, i.e., whether it's Celtic or Rangers, so to speak. They're the top two. It's a two. It's a two-team league. Blah 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 blah. They've loads of ball. They've loads of possession. He mightn't be that good. He might only be okay. That's that. Uh, that's the problem. There's there's the arrogance and there's the. Do you know what could twist the yeah. offer there as well, though, to stay at Celtic for another season, right? When the World Cup is over, the European Championships are going to be happening. If Yasser gets caught up to the Portuguese squad within those European Championships, I mean, I, like, I think this, that, that's huge for Celtic at the moment is these four players that we'll talk about in a minute, but the four players getting caught up. Uh, you're expecting Kyogo maybe if, if things... If I think this manager's going to be leaving... After this World Cup, that he'll get caught up. He asked you'll get his time. You've, you've, you've O'Reilly, who's pushing to get into uh, the Denmark team. You've Starfelt that's in uh, the Swedish team. Do you know what I mean? Like, we've a bunch of internet. Like, because that was me, was the main block for Scottish football over the years was players left to get into the into international teams. But now we're actually seeing more and more kind of international players getting into their. Into in, in, in their country's lineups, you know that that could be huge as well, Mark. If he does get caught up to the Portugal team, you know, oh, I think that's his ambition. Massive, aye, aye. Yeah. probably is. Obviously, every yeah. kind of even if Peter, thanks very much for tuning in, mate. Nice to see you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but Paul, do you know what the common denominator and all that is? When Celtic play Champions League football, these players are looked at. They're looked at in a different light to when they're Paul. playing in the SPL. And there's a reason. There's a reason that the likes of Starfield and there's a reason that the likes of Jota and the reason the likes of that are are basically brought into these teams. Like, with the greatest respect, Jota's brought into the this is the Portuguese that panel because of the way he played in the Champions League games, the ones that he did play in. It's not because yeah, okay, that he plays he's played very well in Scotland, but they're they're probably not looking massively at the Scottish side. They're probably looking at more as, a, as the European side, you know. And then, and it's no surprise that the likes, of, the likes of a lot of these guys, even like Starford last year in particular, and all this, that the guys who were getting called up, Cameron Vickers is a prime example. Would he have got called up to the USA team if, they, if Celtic weren't in the Champions League? Probably not. Probably not, you know, because the USA coach had a had a few maybe had a few, you know, wasn't a hundred percent sure about it. The fact that they were playing in Scotland, the Japanese coaches come out and openly said that as well about players playing in Scotland. Well, you know, uh, no, that that's what I, I explained that to you, that he's in favour of kind of players home based. 
you know, that seems to be kind of a Japan thing. I think there's only, if you look at the Japan squad, I think there's only about four, four. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Oh, maybe four, maybe five players that play outside Japan. You know, oh, because most of them aren't very good, Paul. You know? Let's be honest. No, but that's a rule in general for Denmark that it's kind of this got their uh, Japanese uh, yeah, if they do it. Uh, Apart from your, like, your Japanese players, can you name another kind of top-level Japanese player than him? There's, there's <clears> one. <throat> fuck, is he, um, he's playing in the Premier League. Forget his name. Gaga. I don't forget his name. I can picture him, boss. Gagawa? Like, no, no. He's still playing, ain't he? He's playing in, 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 yeah, in this um, kind of university league mark that Rio Hershey played. That's where he's playing, in that kind of league. <laughs> But if you, I, I don't know his name now, Paul, but if you looked at last year when Celtic played AZ Alkmaar, I don't know what his name is, I'm the kill. They, they hit a right, they hit a right back, the, the Japanese fella. And he was sensational. Oh, he was a good player. I mean, Tim, knew you bring him up, I. The, the two games I watched him, I watched him against, against uh, Celtic, I thought he was unbelievable. And like, I'd be quite comfortable to, to, get, to bring him in as a replacement for Juranovic if he had for him, if they can get him. But there's no way that the Japanese manager can overlook a guy like him. Even, no, I, I'm not saying I don't know if he's in the squad or not. But he was he was absolutely outstanding in two games. Ritsu Doan, that's his name, too. Ritsu Doan. He was brilliant in the two games against Celtic. He was absolutely brilliant in those two games against for Alkmaar. But like that's a guy. That's a guy that you'll be saying if Japan leaves him out, because they're thinking I'd be amazed. I googled that by the way, terms. <laughs> it's not as if I'm turning into Mikey and just name people. No, in fact, he's not PSV anywhere. He's at SC Freiburg. Just joined. Oh, he, was with, he was with Alkmaar, right? right yeah. PSV. Aye. PSV was at Winter. PSV? Is that, a, is that a different player? Well, I don't know. I don't know. But just that lad, he was. I'm just trying to find. I, I can mind who you're talking about. I'm just trying to Google him. Sorry, Terence. So when you go. Wait till Duhan. That's who, I've, that's, that's who I've kind of got pulled with a quick Google there, but... No, he's a forward. He's not in there. That fella's not in there. He's there, he's there. Sugawara. That's him, yeah. He was ordinary. Sugawara. He was fantastic. He's still only 22, too. I mean, he, I think Alkmaar had only... I, Alkmaar had only... 
just signed him that season. When we played him in the Europa League, the the last the knockout for the Europa League stage, I thought I thought he was I thought he was unbelievable. But like what I'm trying to say is, if Paul Feasley, if their Japanese managers leaving a guy out like like him out of the squad, you know, then you're what's his name? You you can add a Sugawara. How do you spell that? It's not going to say it. No, he's not in it. He's not in it. But there you go, like. Like, they must have... They must have unbelievable players. There are linked to his Wikipedia page. Can you see that in the comment, Paul? Yeah, wait there, yeah. Joined DZ Dalkman 2020. Yeah, I, you know, I I thought he was, I thought he, I thought I, he was I, very impressive. No, no, but if he if he if he's the guy that if he if Juranovic was to go for argument's sake, and a guy like him, a guy like him came in, you'd be you'd be you'd be over the moon. Do you know what I mean? And There's ten players in the squad like, outside the Japanese international league. Ten players in their squad. So that's like that's what they do. They kind of want more more homemade. Home based players, but in it's just the way the Japanese FA kind of want Paul, this. But Paul, any we any kind of weak country's going to be like that. Oh yeah, but that's what I'm saying, Mark. They want loyalty to the players who are playing week in and week out. Within sure you could say the same to England. Like look at the players. What's his name? Um, Tammy Abraham there for for Roma. Overlooked, banging in the goals over in Italy, and he's overlooked in the. The, the English squad, a lot of countries right, kind of do right. that. Do you know what I mean? They, they, we, unless you're Irish, we can't afford to do it because they're shit in the League of Ireland, so we can't call them up. They're <laughs> <laughs> not much better than the national team, man. No, no. Um, what about yeah, I'm right, saying? Jesus, yeah, right back, you're talking about Terence. There, I've just Googled it as well. They tried to sign uh, Kyogo at the same Did time. Doing about the same time. They tried to sign Kyogo at the same time. And Kyogo I don't know someone. Aye, it's all coming back now. I know what you're talking about. That's the type, aye, that's the type of player that I should be trying to even look at again. Yeah. Well, like, but Paul, going back to your point there a second ago, I understand about the, the loyalty kind of things. But when you're looking at a, 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 a team like Japan, like, surely to God, if a player's playing with A's and Edmar and a player's playing with, we say, Yokohama, whoever they were called again, the player playing with Alkmaar is playing with Alkmaar for a reason and the other guy is playing with Yokohama for a reason. Do you remember mm-hmm. Alkmaar is better? Man with Alkmaar is better. It's simple as that. He's playing in the Dutch league. He's obviously a good player. So the, the loyalty thing will only get you so far because the team the, the team will fall on their sword because you're, you're not going to... If you're going to leave out quality guys just because other guys play at home, you know what I mean? It could be a very short World Cup for some of them. Well, how do we know? This is a market we've 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 we kind of never seen. Terence, you know, what I mean, we kind of opened up our eyes to this Asian market since we signed these Japanese players. So, how do we know these players being called up from this Japanese squad are, are better, but they just haven't been noticed yet? Do you know what I mean? Maybe, you know, maybe fair point. Maybe, but you, I, I, you could put it that said, way. Do you know what I mean? Because well, if that, you look that at that defender, them, that defender not know? being included in the squad is amazing. You know, um, yeah. what about just comments saying the transfer dealings already uh, already done for January, and they'll be sitting down after January for looking at the summer targets. We've already signed another 
Japanese like Yuki Kobayashi, uh, a 22-year-old centre-back. What position do you think they're going to be looking at? I don't, I don't, don't say uh, centre midfielder because we're not looking at that. You know what I mean? We're definitely not looking at that. You know? No, we don't. Well, we don't need to get David. No, but that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, cause when, <laughs> you know, when you hear people <laughs> say, what position do you think we're looking at? Or, or we need a big physical life. We're, we're not going for that. Like, you know what I mean? We're not. Like, you, no, know no. Do you know, it's being realistic. Like, I think he could be in a striker. I think That's we could I, do another striker. Yeah, I really do. I think because if you look, if you kind of watch and Terence down the sidelines at the moment and with the misses that we seem to be missing, I think he's getting a bit frustrated. That's like I've seen there a few times putting his hands over his over his head of of these misses. With not just Kyogos, but Jay Marcus was guilty as well for us. Do you oh, think yeah. we could be looking at a, a, a striker? Hundred percent. They were the. We had this discussion a couple of weeks ago. And the two positions I said was I said we're going to be centre back and centre forward. Be- because mm-hmm. uh, I, I thought if Starfield had been out long term, they, they definitely were going to need cover for him. And obviously with Vickers away in the World Cup, if he doesn't, if he hopefully doesn't come back with any knock. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you can't. Celtic if they can get a fella that's a bit more prolific in front of the goal and banging them in. Like I mean, they were linked with the lad from. Is it Ferns Barras there for ages? The mm-hmm. Hungarian crowd. Whether whether he's still on the whether he's still on the cards or on the on the the radar, was I don't know. Was that the hacking or something? Was I think was it hacking or something? Was it? No, I don't know. I don't know what. He, I don't know what. He, I forget his name now, Paul. But he was the blondie um, fella. Wasn't it the blondie fella? The long hair or something? Was that him? No, that's you. <laughs> <laughs> I knew that was fucking coming. I knew that I shouldn't have said that. I really shouldn't. I shouldn't have said that. The man is black as a horse heart. No, it's it's a fella. It's a fella they were linked with. Even even like they had been linked with him in one or two previous windows as well. And I I I think he's Moroccan. He's a Moroccan fella. But they had been linked with him a few a few times. But obviously it's it's never it's never come through and. But yeah, look, I'm sure, I'm sure the centre, there's a centre forward there because look, at the end of the day, Paul, they've got, they've got two centre forwards. If one of them gets injured and the other one isn't firing in all cylinders, you know what I mean? They're going to, they're going to be I up against. I think that's the, I think as well, Terence, like what Mark was saying on there, like if Ivanovic left, we'd be happy just with Ranson, but knowing the way Ange is, he probably he wants two for every position. But I, I think that's the only kind of position really where we're, we're too lightweight so, I mean if one gets injured and yeah, we saw last season two of them got injured and we had to try a badder down there or me either down there and a badder walk but we need to not Ryan Ryan Maya something like that that guy's name is you know would you would you agree with that Mark like maybe a striker we could be looking at or something and could be thinking it's a, it's a bit weird, isn't it? I mean, he said that he's going to strengthen the squad, but when you're sitting there... It's a big points, squad as it is to uh, him. Uh, there's, like, there's, yeah. there's a big squad now. We're nine points clear with a massive goal difference in the league. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, I don't know. Do we really, do we really, really need signings in January? Definitely. Do you think so, Ter? Definitely. Definitely. You can only... I, I'm, I'm a firm believer in 
mark strengthening when you're in a position of strength. And Celtic are in a position of strength now. And if you can bring guys in that are on par with guys that are already there, if nothing else, you, you keep the players that are already there on their toes. And you, you keep everyone you keep everyone aware that, okay, if I drop my standards, there's not now all of a sudden there's one guy behind me, there's two guys looking for my job, looking for my position. I think it's it doesn't have to be a massive amount, but two or three fa- fresh faces into the squad, I think it, it would revitalise the whole squad and regenerate regenerate everything up. And I, I think it's good it's good to do it, and especially if it's in key positions and that they can contribute to the team. If it is a centre back and if it is a centre forward or something like that, I think that's vital. I don't as long as it's not just a. Uh, and I don't think Ange has that kind of mentality, but as long as it's not a kind of a fella like Amino Balde fella when years ago or one of these guys mm-hmm. that, that, said that came in that was basically going to offer nothing. I think if it's players that can offer something in those positions like the centre-back or if there is going to be a centre-forward or another position, then yeah, 100%. But only if they can offer, only if they can offer something to the team. Uh, Mappy is saying Celtic have scored 50 goals in 15 games. In my opinion, we're doing well up front. Oh. I agree with you in that, but my main concern is if something happens, if if an injury comes, do you know what I mean? Then you you only left at one striker, and and you know, we we've saw it last season, Mark, where we we were both strikers at at some point. I mean, it seems for me it's the only area really where we're kind of lightweight. Do you know? Uh, do you think I'd maybe the like signings like Mark would be bring in a big, big strong, fast. Powerful, quick centre forward, Paul. Mm-hmm. A different option. Uh, I mean, I mean, don't get Gio Marcus isn't he? He's just, he's no slouch, but no, he's is it? he's a better striker than Kyogo. I've said that for for months, for a year now. I've said that it really, it really is. But I mean, again, Paul, it's just in terms of it's just the size of the squad we've got, the amount of players we've got. We would all like to sign X player or this player or that player, but where are they going to get into the team? Well, could they maybe plan in like kind of years ago, Mark? We we kind of did our business in the January transfer window and then had, had them ready for the summer. I know that was down to kind of getting ready for the qualifiers then as well, but we're not in the qualifiers. But could these Should be more no kind of a, the a plan? Then? No, no, what I'm saying is. Remember in January, we used to kind of buy players in January and then we used to have them kind of ready then for the qualifiers when the qualifiers came early. Do you remember we used to do that? We used to buy one or two players in January and used to stay there. But you, you kind of never saw them in the team. And then you, they, used kind of, they, they kind of pop up then ready for the qualifiers for the Champions League. You know, would you think maybe they do something they were, like that? That's how we're going to fucking qualify for the Champions League. All I know, but that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, do you think maybe they're buying these players and kind of breeding them in for next season already, you know, you know, because I can't, I really can't see us. I really don't know how. I, I, I'm i like you, like how we can fight these players without shipping players out. It's more like where do these players fit into the squad, I'm thinking you know, about. It's going to say a lot, Mark, if we do buy players in January, you kind of, kind of really kind of suggest I'm not, who's I'm going to be leaving in Japanese summer. Boy. I'm, huh? not convinced with, I'm not convinced with this new Japanese. <laughs> we'll have to see, back. man, because he's coming in highly regarded, boss, as highly regarded as the project, more so than ready-made. You know? It's about the live chat. 
<clears throat> what positions do you think we should be strengthening? Me? No, the opportunity to like that. that guy's in the chat and that. But as well, too, Paul, Mark made a very valid point there the week before last of us. If you're talking about strengthening a position and for argument's sake, the two boys up front were talking about centre forwards. Like you if Celtic were saying, Okay, Jess, this or that the Mark mentioned that lad from Livingston, the centre forward from Livingston. Okay. A different kind of option of a player. But not gonna cost you the not gonna cost you a ton of money. And looked a half decent player. Like if Celtic were didn't want to go bananas and try and bring in a, a top flight guy because one whatever they mightn't have the money they mightn't it's hard it's always that bit hard to get a top flight guy during January they seem to say because they're always at clubs and one thing or another but if Celtic were looking at, at the option of a another striker you know that's the kind of road that they could go down it might be everyone's cup of tea but it's the road that they could go down that gives you gives you a different option because anytime he's played he's, he's looked half decent he looked decent against Celtic there's only one player there oh, David went there he's went there Paul we need a mm-hmm. third striker and another CDM you've been in the CDM word Paul can't tell yeah but I know David man we've been screaming for it we've been screaming for no but an yeah. actual out and out kind of but we don't have yeah, but uh, does it want one he's not going to do it no it doesn't want one where do they fucking Lewis Ferguson signs for fucking Juventus I, know all about I think there's only one player that Ange would possibly look at in the SPL uh, would be someone who maybe might suit that role would be the young lad Devlin for Hearts. I thought he'd a great game against us. Yeah. I think Mark would be the only one if we were going to sign a player in the SPL that he could be the one. You know? Because he looks like a player that could play that he could play the way Ange wants to play. He looks like that kind of player. You know? Uh, but he's, I think he's, maybe. An Aussie, he's an Aussie as well, so he'd know him well, yeah. like so. Yeah, aye, aye. I think I, as well. I, I, I was really impressed with him. I actually gave him money match, Paul. I said that mm-hmm. the, the review we done it in that. I thought he'd a great game against Celtic. I don't. I think as well, Mark. Uh, just, just, just my opinion. I think we need to start planning as well for Joe Hart. When Joe Hart is going to leave, I think we need to have scouting a go because fair enough. How, I, I just don't see Seagrass as a number one for Celtic. Really don't. You know? You no. know but, Jesus Christ, dog. Neither the yogi. Neither the yogi there. No, but I, I don't. Like, I really, I really don't. I mean, I, I say Max, we're going to get a Max a year or two out of Joe Hart. You know, and we'll maybe in, in his second year left, mm. his last year left, like, is he going to be the same keeper? The same flexibility? Like, we see this now with McGregor. He's not the same keeper. I think we need to start planning for Joe Hart. Well, why do you think? Why would you think that Seagrass wouldn't be a number one? Because he's just not there. He just doesn't feel confidence in me. Do you know what I mean? He was a big player with Dundee United. You know, he just—I don't know. I just—I was never for him signing him. You know, yeah. I just. But in the, I game, don't... in the games he's played for Celtic, he hasn't. To me, he's been very impressive. He hasn't done a, a huge amount wrong. But then, what has what has he got to do, Terence Feely? Do you know what I mean? Not much. You know? But you could argue, you could argue the same, you could argue the same point with any centre keeper, Paul. No, but Joe Hart, Joe Hart makes big saves. You know, I just don't see Seagulls as that type of keeper. You know, that's just my opinion. Just being a keeper, oh, yeah, man, yeah, I, just, no, that's, that's fair. I, I think don't. I think he'd be, I think he'd be able to step in there. 
obviously that wouldn't be to Joe Hart, but I, I think he'd be, I think he'd be an excellent keeper if he had to come in. And, and if Joe, like if Joe Hart got injured tomorrow, or well, that's well, like the thing, yeah, grand dad, backup, yeah, tells grand. But would you like to see him as a number one? I, I, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have an issue with it. But would they bother me, Scotland, Paul? Would they? If we're talking about going this next level, oh, oh, I agree with that. Do you know what I mean? No, no, I agree you with know? that. But I'm even looking think, for an upgrade into a heart. I think domestically, Paul Seagrest would be good enough for us. But if I've got, I agree if Joe, Joe Hart's, I mean, what is he, 35, 34, 35 now? I think next year will probably be his last year. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's right. I again, think we need to be planning. But it's back to what I've said about goalkeepers. Do we try and get a young goalkeeper? Do we get your wee Toby boyfriend up promoter? Do we just go for another Joe Hart, another 33-year-old guy that's coming to the board towards the end of his career, but he still gets something to offer? It's hard to call it, like we Aye. I mean, I don't get yeah. wrong. Seagrest, definitely. See if Joe Hart got injured and to play the rest of the season with Seagrest, I'd be quite he happy with yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But getting into, get into Champions League and stuff like that, no, I wouldn't take Seagrest's turns, honestly, wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Well, do you not think Celtic are going to be very, very slow to go down that road of because of the barcus, the barcus of paying big money for a young keeper uh, that and, went basically pear-shaped uh, and so they like you know what? You know what would frighten the shit out of me? And, and it's 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 no more of a lie if we signed a keeper from Japan. Because I've seen those keepers in Japan and believe me, they do they do not stop balls. They're more they're they they're more of a freaking a defender rather than a goalkeeper. They'd be out in the half of a line lifting with the ball. <laughs> you know, looking God, Jesus. I don't, right, I don't right. think they, I don't think they will know that right now, Paul. No, but, you know what? If because <laughs> when all these Japanese players were signing, if I saw Ange sign a Japanese goalkeeper, I'd shit myself. I really, you, really would. You wouldn't be the only one, Paul. You know, <laughs> you I really would. Like, it's just the physicality thing and stuff like that would really frighten me. Like, you know, really would. You know, it's, it's. I think it's something we just have to be looking at in, in the near future. It's, as Matt, I'd say we get another year, a year out of your heart, you know, really. Yeah, but as you said, there's, as Mark said, there's, 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 there's Celtic keepers at the club. Are they any of them likely to? Bobby's not ready. Yeah, so. yeah someone to play. For argument's sake, the likes of I'm going to use names. Is Connor Hazard going to come back? Is Barkas going no, to come I back? I think, I think he's finished. I think Barkas. I would, I would think he, got rave, he was getting rave reviews on the internet all day, Connor Hazard. Yeah, he has yeah. been there. Yeah. Even he even won the league. The, you won the league, and he's still in the Europa League. Yeah, yeah. They, they won the he won the league. Was it Helsinki? He's with or someone like mm-hmm. that. Isn't it? And they're still in the Europa League. The, the knockout stages in that. Yeah, you know, so they won the league. Well over there. You know. So you know. They, but, yeah, but then you look at it then. But when he was with Celtic, he was dodgy. Do you know what I mean? Some players can be good. Look at Barkas as a prime example. He's a different keeper since he left Celtic. I don't think Barkas himself will come back to Celtic. You know? I think no, he's, he's, he's burnt the bridges in that one part himself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like. You know I mean? But I think it's really... It, it's the most important signing in your squad. And if you don't get it right, it just affects the whole... Like, we've seen it two seasons ago with with the goalkeepers. If that position is not right, your back four is not right. 
you know, it's just, it builds confidence throughout the whole team as well, with your, with your team. And Celtic need to get this right. You know, they, they really, really do, like, and hopefully, hopefully we I, do. Honestly, you know? I would just, I would honestly would just probably prefer we would do the route looking for a kind of 33-year-old. That kind of route. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's a bit, maybe a bit of a pipe dream, but, I mean, for ages, David De Gea, I'm not saying David De Gea would come to Celtic, but you get what I'm, that kind of... Yeah, but he's that age, mm-hmm. no, yeah, exactly. Ah, yeah. something like that, that, an older keeper that... No, the top he's game now, no good enough for the top level, stuff like that. Still want to come and win a few trophies and stuff, Raiden. Well, I'd say, Mark, that could be the template they work, they're going to work on, because as I said, the Joe Hart experiment, or whatever you want to put it, has been successful. Mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Barcast bar one has been a, a failure. So the likelihood is they go, look, we'll go, we'll go with the, 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 tested, the tested and proven keeper. We know what this guy can already do. They obviously took a took a shot on on, on Barkas and it didn't work out. Plus, as you said, if you try and base it more in the the UK based keeper, so to speak, you're not asking a guy like Barkas to come from the Greek or from from the Greek league over to the Scottish league. And there's the acclimatisation. There's the whole different of everything. The likelihood is if there's a fellow in the Premier League or even in the Championship in in England, for argument's sake, and he's and he's near the end of it, he's coming up to play in Scotland. It's not a huge. It's not a. It's not a cultural difference. You know what I mean? There's no. There's no big shock to him. It's going from the English, one of the English leagues, maybe up to the Scottish league. It's not. A, it's not a. It's not a big difference. Whereas you're trying to bring a guy from the Greek league or one of these other leagues over. You know, they just maybe as I've said, like Barkas didn't settle obviously with COVID and the whole lot. So it more than likely could be the the template that they will work off, Mark. I think it's probably. I think, I think it's the best way to go. Unless it's unless you've got like an exceptional young keeper, but even that, I mean, with Fraser Foster, in I thought that was probably uh, I've even forgot his name, the Scottish guy. That's Gordon. Great Gordon. No, the young. No, who was the young keeper? Was David something? Marshall. 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 God, that's shocking. Forgetting that. That's He's playing the names. Aye, aye, but I mean, he was probably again. He was like a, another good young keeper that was coming through, but it just wasn't quite good enough for Celtic, wasn't it? Young keepers, it's weird. To, I think it's hard for a young keeper to come through a team like Celtic, or even even like Rangers or stuff. Like that. I think it's a really hard position for a young keeper to, to prove well, themselves in. It's the very, it's very, it's very weird. Man, Toby needs to go out and learn <clears throat> before he can. Make that next step, you know. That I think that will be the next step in Toby's Celtic career. Maybe next season, I I, I could see him go out and loan. But he's still only nineteen. I mean, is is it too early as well for him to go out and loan? I like him to stay at no. Celtic to at least he's twenty and go out and loan. Then I'd rather I'd rather him go out and play games, Paul, because like the one thing that everyone can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's very it's very rare you see a keeper in the, in goals and he's twenty one or twenty two. In any, in any, even in even in the, the Premiership, I could be wrong now, but it's very rare you see a young keeper in goals. Whereas they're always Daniel a lot Luna of like for for Southampton. Well, well, okay, he's one, but like I mean, you have a lot of them like you would have. That's a, that's a, that's not the norm. And to make goalkeepers, it's experienced at Coons. Yeah, whereas this fella, Mark, this this fella, uh, Benzunu, by is just 
a different level. He's an exception to the rules. Yeah. Like Don Aruma yeah. kind of thing. He's an exception yeah. to the rules. The majority of goalkeepers are... The, the, the majority of goalkeepers are probably their best ones to have their 30s. They really are. Where's you, where's yeah. Yeah. It, it all comes down to the experience of playing the position. Whereas you'd say if a fella is in 23, 24 and he hasn't really broken into the first team or cemented a place, he's not good enough. That's what I said about... That's what I said about... Conor Hazard. Do you know what I mean? If he's not in the wrong to Celtic first team at this point of his career, he's 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 not good enough. And I... I, I I could be saying the exact Toby's same thing about Toby. Toby's no. never got to play for Celtic, Paul. He will. No, he'll know. He will. He might be why one or two games. Toby no, he will. I guarantee you, Mark. He will no, be Celtic no. goalkeeper. He will. If Celtic can hold on to him, he will be goalkeeper. And no, I uh, guarantee right, so you that. Right, so what if Celtic win? Win the Paul. Exactly. Well, I'm going to ask you. I mean, twenty nineteen. I I expect Toby to be Celtic keeper when he's about twenty four. <clears throat> But really is he going really is he to stay around for that long? See, that's the problem. If we don't have a plan for Toby at the moment, he's going to get picked up. And if he's not playing with Celtic's number one, he's plan? going to be playing down south number one at a club bigger what's than what's Celtic. You're saying 24? For five years? He can't yeah, even move. You're saying you expect him to be Celtic's number one by the time he's 24? That's five years away. Yes. But no. that's why I'm saying we need a plan for Joe Hart now. Because Toby's not ready. No. You know? oh, he'll play a handful of games and he'll move back to England in the next couple of years. Yeah, and he'll prove fucking Celtic wrong. wrong. And he'll prove Celtic wrong. And he'll prove you wrong. No, he won't. Anyway, well, you've just said he'll, play for, he'll be Celtic's number one He will one play for five Celtic, Mark. But if we, have to, we, we have to keep him in the wrong. The Celtic squad, we have to... Train this guy right. Do you know what I mean? This guy is being watched by Spurs again. They want him back again. Bryce would you sell at him. them then? Huh? Would you think you're going to get into the team? Well, how do you know? Well, how do you know he is in five years? You're saying you expect him to be Celtic goalkeeper in five years' time. Yeah, he could be all your mark. He could be. He could be. Like, he could be like Benazuno. We could see him in Celtic goalkeeper. He's twenty-three. He could be one of these different keepers. Do you get me? You know, he could be. be. Yeah, but so I'm saying anything. I mean, that, the first game against Real Madrid, he was absolutely honking. Then you get man of the match in the second game, but he's a 19 year old Paul, and he's he's not even he's not even getting a sniff right. I'm just saying he's taking him to Australia, him and Boston Lowell and Bivata, uh, right? But Paul, you're talking about in five years' time. A hell of a lot can happen in five years' time. What if Angie's away and, does, and the next manager just doesn't fancy him? You can't, you can't sit there and say that he'll be Celtic I'm saying, Mark, if he's still at Celtic at this stage, he will be a number one. I, mean, I think it's a, it's, it's a risk worth taking in keeping this lad at Celtic. Oh, I agree, no, I, don't, I agree with yeah, that. I agree that's with what I'm saying. Service, but I, I just don't think it will happen. I really don't. But do you, no. think, do you think from the young lad, do you think from the young lad, Paul, uh, Toby, that he'd be happy just to be, in a sense, a bit part not even a player, not even a bit player, just around the first team squad, not really getting many games till he's 24. and loan every season. Yeah, I think we'll have to see, like, we'll have to see, like, at the moment, he's 19 and he's shown yeah. great potential, all right? Yeah. So, maybe in two years' time, we'll actually see 
where Toby is in this squad and we can judge him then. Do you know what I mean? We, we yeah, see yeah. what the plan is for Celtic. But I'm, I'm, saying you, I'm saying he's not ready. He's 19 he, years of age. He needs if, you're saying, if you're saying Joe Hartford... He needs to go to Joe when he's about 21. He, I know, but if Joe Hartford... When he's 19 years of age. He's too young I to think, be playing week in and I, week out at the moment with, with the senior I, squad. I think, I think one, he can be. Oh, that's my own opinion and we're all opinions are different. But if Joe Hart is... If, they, if you're saying that Joe Hart potentially, and I agree with you, could be gone in two years... Then surely, they should, if 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 this young lad Toby is if he's ready, yeah, if, he should be given a chance, yeah, if he did, definitely. Then then, they, then then if if they think that he's the right man for the job, then they should be putting him in. But I, I can't see anyway, Paul, how it could be till he's twenty four, which is like five years old. Well, because who said I know, but who's to say that Celtic don't have? Funny, what can finish? But, yeah, but yeah. who's who, who's to say, Paul, that in in five years' time that Celtic don't have? For argument's sake, a Fraser Foster style goalkeeper in goals. Do you know five years, five years in five years in football, Celtic squad could have changed two times over. So I the fact that yeah, I know, but they could have a phenomenal but, keeper in goals in five you're years. You're writing time. off this keeper. And, no, and I'm not writing them off. Paul, what we're saying is he's only a young guy. You're yeah. talking about what's going to be happening. Fact, we could all be dead in five years' time. That's what I'm saying, Mark. What hey. I'm saying is like twenty-two. I, I, if this lad is progressed the way he's progressing, 22, 23, he'd be well able to come into this Celtic team if he's progressing the way he is. That I don't, that I don't dispute. I don't dispute yeah. that for one sec, Paul. How many games have you played this season, Paul? He's played none this season, Mark, with the first team. No, no many games has he played this season? He's played in the game. World Champions League squad because right. Ange wants to bring Ange doesn't want to bring Did you see him in that first Real Madrid and Mark, game? Mark, a different level, Mark, to Real Madrid youth and Celtic youth. Come on. How? Of course there is, Mark. Well, right, Real Madrid so youth are well right. above Celtic's fucking right, youth. Well, did you not get Manny match in the second game? He did, yes. Right, so, the, so where's the difference then? He get pumped rotten and embarrassed rotten in that first game. Some of the goals he let in was shocking. He doesn't get in the Lowland League games. He doesn't, he because he's not in the squads, Mark. He's I know, that's what I'm saying, Paul. But, but that's my, my problem. That's what I'm trying to say to you. We have a risk of losing this keeper at the moment because Ange doesn't want him involved in the B team. We, Ange wants him training with Stevie Woods and Joe Hart. So there's a plan here. He can still train with him. He can't play in the Lowland League because he's a foreigner. No, it's not that reason, Mark. It's not that reason. No, Ange specifically doesn't want him down there. He wants him Why? training with Stevie Woods. He can still train with Stevie Woods and play for the youth ball. He can still but play. They, yeah, but you're not listening to me, Mark. They don't want that. They, they, why? They, that's why they signed this keeper, Clark. So Clark will be the number one for the B team. And Toby has taken the step up to the senior squad. A step up to what? Fourth choice? Who's that step oh, Yeah, up? Mark, he's only 19. That's a huge step up for a 19-year-old goalkeeper. Do you think Paul? It's huge. It's a huge step up, Mark. Do you think Paul? Do you think Paul? From he's he's a young lad. He's only nineteen. That's fair. But do you not think, regardless of your sport, if you're eighteen or nineteen or twenty, whatever, the most important thing for that young lad for his development is to play a game. What what whatever level that is, whether it's lower league or no, 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 no. I wanted to stay at Celtic and train with Stevie Woods and Joe Hart. Lon. 
He he's learned from a top top keeper in Johar. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then I'm not, maybe I'm, I'm year or two, I put him out on loan. I won't put him out on loan now because he's too young for that. I'm not. You I'm know? not disputing that. I'm not disputing that for a second. Keeper but I position is different than an outfield. Like an outfield, an outfield keeper can grow. Nineteen years of age, go out and loan, but it's different for a keeper to go right. that young and so loan. So they, so they, so they, hold on here. Right. So you, they, right. he's not playing for the for the youths, right? He's played in the Champions League and had indifference performance. Because he's a better right. keeper than Clark, now, and that's why he's, he's now, gone down no, there. No, let me finish. He's now fourth choice in the first team squad. Doing nothing week in, week out, but he's training with Stevie Woods and Joe Hart. You think he should go out and loan? He wouldn't be training with Stevie Woods and Joe Hart then. I'm not saying put him out on loan. I'm saying don't let him go on loan. I'm not saying that's part of his point here then. But this is part of his progress, Mark. You're not not getting me. It's part of his process of training as a goalkeeper is step up a level. He's stepping up a level to train with. Yeah, but Mark, you don't understand the goalkeeeper. You've never played it. A goalkeeper's position is about progress, Mark. It's about progress, Any player needs to be playing games to get better. Toby needs to learn about positioning. He needs to learn about positioning, Mark. Positioning, how to conduct his defence, how to do all this stuff. This is what he's learning. He's learning off Joe Hart, he's learning off Stevie Woods doing training. The only players who can learn that, Mark, is training. And this is what he's learning. He's still training with the first team squad and playing the Lowland League. But that's what I'm telling you, Mark. Ange doesn't want him to do that. That's what I'm trying to say to you. But I don't know why. Fucking ask Ange. Jesus, well, man, that's what I'm trying to tell you. Ange doesn't want him down there. I don't know why. Well, has Ange explained that? But this is a part of his pathway. Oh. This is a part of his progress, Mark. That's oh. what I'm trying to say to you. You're not listening, it's right? Not I'm not listening. And don't tell me I don't understand anything, Paul. Don't, don't. Right, moving on. Uh, World Cup uh, predictions. Who would you fancy? Argentina. Oh, yeah, I'd say Argentina. 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 I'd like to see That's Messi go to the yeah, Especially with the heat over there. I fancy Brazil. Brazil. Uh, Brazil will be there or there, but it's because of the kind of heat and stuff. But I always kind of mm-hmm. back up Argentina. Mm-hmm. Would Croatia be dark horses? <coughs> What's that? Would Croatia be a dark horse for us? America? I don't know, they're no, old. Croatia? No, I Croatia, I but America might be a dark horse as well. America's got a lot of good like, individual players in that. Yeah. No, I mean, they've, they've got, they've got, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't think Carter Vickers is going to be a, a first choice for them, is he? Hard to I say, really, to be honest, you know I, mean? I don't, really I don't know, know much, I don't know enough of your team, to be honest. I don't know much, I, that's what I mean, I don't know much, much about their team that wise, but... I don't think Carter Vickers will be a starter for them, but even talking to the likes of Mikey and a couple other guys in that America is like a good, maybe an outside bet for it. Plus, it gives a wee bit of an interest watching them if Carter Vickers is going to be playing. We need the threes need to pick a team and then keep an eye on them. Yeah, well, the, the likes of the likes of Argentina and Brazil are normally or going to go to ones. But to be fair, do you know what I mean? They're always the the, the kind of ones that you in when it comes to World Cups and things like this, you'd always keep an eye out. Like, but obviously you look at like teams like Belgium that have always been underperforming. The Dutch haven't really done much in a long time either. But I don't know. I just, just had a feeling. I said it to one or two boys in work. I think Croatia. Not that I know them huge much, 
huge amounts promoting, but they're just a tiny football inside, like, you know what I mean? You know, get to the final last year. No, last year. The last World Cup. I think they could have. To the final, I. England, that was held in Wembley. Was that the Euros? Was that the Euros? Yeah, that was the Euros. Sorry, yeah. It's just a tiny football inside. It didn't qualify, though, did it? I know, that's a shocker, I know, isn't it? So, who are you keeping your terms? You need to pick a team to be our correspondent on. Okay. I go Croatia because I said them so. That means you need to watch other games. Thanks. That means you need to watch all their games. Right, Pablo, who are you picking? I don't know, man. Something's telling me why well, you can't write off the French. You know? The French always... The cheese-eating surrender monkeys. Especially with fucking Benzema as well, called up to the French team again, like, and he's banging in the goals. Like, there's really? no tomorrow. Benzema. Aye, aye. He wasn't going dirty, didn't he? You know, my only weakness with them is Lloris. I think Lloris is... Past it. He's, he's not. He's yeah, but he's not the same keeper. Don't like, talk about fucking goalkeepers. No, what I'm saying is, <laughs> it's still still big at a French granny. He's not the same <laughs> keeper as he was fucking two three years ago. Like, do you know what I mean? Nah, you know what I mean? Now I don't. Still quality in front of him, right? And I think the French. I fancy the South American team with the Heat. I think the Heat will play a major factor in this in this World Cup. The Heat over there. The the Heat over there. The unbelievable. I I I I I could find the Brazil. I worked in Qatar, and even in winter it can be hot. You did, yeah? No, no, me, Eddie on the chat there. I lived and worked in Qatar, even in the winter it can be hot. I think European countries might struggle because of that. I worked in Iraq, and it was the same thing. I worked in Iraq, and it was Iraq and Baghdad, and it was. And it was Saddam Hussein's PR man. That's it, yeah. He was there to Body double. He was body double. A wee fake moustache. <laughs> and a big cue because of me. <laughs> yeah, he, was that, he, he, he was that propaganda, propaganda fan. Aye, chemical terms. That was brilliant, that. He nothing said there was nothing to see here. No invasion. And then the American tanks coming across him. Yeah, it's, going to be a, it's going to be a real right, weird World Cup, isn't it? Of course. Oh, it'd be very strange, yeah. Uh, very strange. 17th of December, we're going to be back, is it? 17th, I think it's against Aberdeen, is it? I don't even know what our first game I back is. Aberdeen, I think, I think I saw that, Aberdeen. Is it, is it that made, Paul? Because I know that the Ferrari was like, the Premiership is for their next games back are, are the St. Stephen's Day. No, I Yours is 17th, 17th of December, half 12, away to Aberdeen. Aberdeen, yeah. You're right, Pablo, aye. Fuck, right, right. that's a tough game to be coming aye. back to as well, isn't it? You know? Yeah. And then Livingston at home. Like, they're, they're tough. Like, you look at look, you look at December there, right? With Aberdeen, Livingston. Sorry, Aberdeen, Livingston. St. Johnston. St. Johnston. Christmas Eve in St. Johnston. They're tough games, like... <sighs> Hibs and then the Mankeys and then Kilmarnock that's just to the 7th of January we come through that with maximum points and I'll be quite happy I think mm-hmm. oh yeah big time we, we, can, we can even lose the next three derbies and still win league on goal difference 
Yeah, their goal difference is crucial. Like, in uh, do you mean like Jesus Christ? I'm not commenting that. No, that. We'll feel that league one be double points long, long before that. But hopefully they win it on the 18th of February or against Aberdeen at home. Be great. Seeing as I be there at that game. You coming after that, too? Yeah, yeah. My tickets, my flight booked, my tickets bought, hotel booked. Yep. I'm indeed. No, no. Well, are we when? The 18th. We're coming over the 18th of February. That's Aberdeen at home. Right, right. I'm, look, I'm yeah. looking at the other 17th of December. I'm like, that's how. No, 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 no. It's uh, no, yeah. It's not till February. We're coming over February. The supporters club are coming over February. So, so it's had it booked well in advance. Well, we need to get a meet up for that. Oh yeah, definitely. Are you coming, Paul? No. Get up to Terence's get her on the bus with him and stop being a shank in the bucket. A fiver in the bus. Just tell Terence there's a fiver, I'll pay my way. There's hair dryers and everything in juries. You'll be fine. No, I'll give it a miss. I'll be grand. Nine points clear. We have already have a goal difference of 37. Like 17. It's, it's plus 17, like, advantage oh, over them. As well as another point, really, probably, yeah. looking at it that way. really is, like, you know what I mean? If if like, if like they drop points over when they come back, I mean, they, they, Rangers really can't afford to be dropped any more games. So, I mean, they really, can't, they really can't. I can't oh. see, just my opinion, I can't see Celtic dropping nine points. Really no. don't. no. You know? Thanks very much, Eddie, for coming on again, mate. Nice to see you, bud. Take care. Uh, yeah. And let's be honest, see, see if he did lose this league, be now, would you want I'm sacked? Fuck, Mark, I would like. It's a bit you of a task if you lose a point, don't you? Uh, you, wouldn't, you wouldn't be happy, would you? No. I mean, it'd be one of the, the greatest downfalls in, in Celtic's history, really, like, wouldn't it? Uh, you know? Would it like this? It'd be the complete worst. Reverse role of last season where Celtic were behind. We were all hoping that they were in touching distance at Christmas, and they went mm-hmm. on to win the league, and no one expected it. Whereas it's this season, they'll be they're nine points ahead. Obviously, going into this World Cup break, we all expect them to win now. No, but that's Celtic just, went, that's just Celtic? skewing. That's just skewing on their mainstay for the next four or five weeks. Do you get my I meaning? Oh, yeah. The players, Van Bronckhorst, that's just skewing away, mm-hmm. skewing away, skewing away, and eating away at them. And I I respect it. I I said that I said it in summer. I took Pelters <coughs> on the forum where Celtic would comfortably win the league by double points, and they're mm-hmm. they're not even they're not even halfway through it. And we're nine points clear. There's there's more pressure on them than there is on Celtic. In my opinion, there's more pressure on them than there is on Celtic. Because if Celtic keep doing what they're doing, they they would just they just won't be able to they just won't be able to. Sustain it themselves, and they'll the Rangers will just they'll just fold because they if Celtic keep winning and keep, Celtic are grinding out wins and grinding out wins like real teams that win leagues no matter what league it is or what country you're looking at they're grinding out wins they're doing it they're doing it the dirty way and Rangers just Rangers can't live with it Rangers can't cope with it and the problem is Celtic's big players a lot of them are turning up and performing. The, upper, the other side of the city, a lot of their so-called big players, some of them look like they've down tools. 
you know, see that, ca- that, that camera had a bust up with Van Bronckhorst yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he was going to ヒルバックレディーマークでもしてるもんだよ。ヒルバックレディーマークでもしてるもんだよ。ヒルバックレディーマークでもしてるもんだよ。ヒルバックレディーマークでもしてるもんだよ。ヒルバックレディーマークで
whether it's because the, the books win the balance, I don't know, but that was that blew out the window. And, I mean, don't get us wrong. We said they're serious with the other job at the Premier League, eh, the Premier League, the SPL level. And it did him a job at that level, but when you're getting into Europe, I don't think he's good enough. But they're just, it's just a kind of, it's that attitude that see, they, they define themselves about we do. Do you get what I mean? Mm-hmm. We get, we can get like twenty million pound for this player. So, oh well, if Celtic get that, we must be able to get that for this player. No, you can only get when people. but you can only get Paul. You can only get money for. You can only get Paul money for a player that somebody's willing to pay. Mm-hmm. It's like so somebody coming in for Yota and Celtic saying, "Oh, we want a hundred million pound for him." Nobody's got to buy him. Nobody's. Everybody would laugh at you. But if you turn around and put tell tell Yota's agent, right, we'll take. They were talking earlier. Right, we'll take fifteen million pound for, for for him. There'll be there'll be a, a few a few clubs interested. There'll be clubs scouting them. There'll be clubs looking at his data and his stats and stuff like that. But well, can they talk to different easy. clubs now in in January? Kent and Morales and stuff like that. Can this is their last year of the contract? Aye, 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 aye. They can they sign. They can sign for free. Aye. They can yeah. sign for. They can sign like a pre-contract to join them in the summer. Or they can mm-hmm. just move in January and it's basically... Yeah, aye, aye. That would really wind up their fans, wouldn't it? If they signed a pre-contract elsewhere. You know? Really, really would, like. You know? Who would look for Marellis one? No. You know, Mark, at the moment, you'd be... Look, look at the shape of him. Aye. You know? He's fattening like, the three years, he's the three years put together and got a worse hairdo than you, Paul. You know what I mean? Like, how the fuck can he be your number one striker? Like, you know? But we, we criticised Neil Lennon coming back shout, for all the shit. Evening, Thomas. Thanks very much for coming in, mate. Nice to see you, bud. But we, we, we came on and we criticised um, Lee Griffiths coming out of shit. But your man is twice as bad, even worse. Oh, than, nice. than, you know, he yeah, can't even get up the pitch. But those two individuals you've just mentioned there, Paul, in Lee Griffiths and, and, and Morellis. Both of those two they're individuals. Uncle, have, yeah. yeah, they're 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 both their own worst enemies like. Mm-hmm. You know, none, both of those individuals should be should have had well Lee Griffiths should certainly probably still be playing with Celtic. Morellis, if he wanted to move or whatever, have a bigger move, should have just knuckled down because he downed tools there maybe twelve, eighteen months ago. He got in a huff over and sounded like that. These guys, these guys were two genuine goal scorers. Whether you like them or load them, they were goal scorers, and that's a, a massive thing in a team. Those two, mad, those two mad shaggers, two of them are mad shaggers, I know. And, yeah, but those those two guys, those two guys could have been, you know, I said, or this could have been Celtic still playing away. Morelos could be somewhere else, maybe Spain or Portugal or somewhere playing away. But they're, they're, the, the the problem with the two boys is their attitudes are absolutely mm-hmm. horrific, and no one, no, why would anyone go near them? Why would anyone go near him with a barge pole? Because all what either of those two individuals bring is trouble and bring huge baggage with them. And well, you'll find that you'll find that if Morellis does leave and he goes to wherever, like maybe not as bad as Griffiths, but he'll probably go and they might get maybe two million, a million for him, and he'll go to some obscure place where way down in the Spanish league or something like that, that you'll you'll never hear of him again, so to speak. You know, yeah. so it's no, they're they're, they're, they're they're their own worst enemies, like the two boys. I honestly, I honestly don't think you'll get that kind, even two million or that for him terms. I don't. 
Yeah, he's going to make them in January, don't they? Uh, that's, uh, who's going to yeah. keep £2 million for him in January when they can, can get him for free in the summer? Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, yeah. I, was, I suppose I was just using an example. But uh, that's no, 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 I mean, if he maybe, uh, if he maybe another year, uh, like 18 months yeah. left in his contract, but he's, av- uh, he's available for a free in the summer. And it's just, it turns, but it's kind of even the levels of who's got, who's, who's even got to take Morelos in a free? I mean, would you, see if he was playing for, I don't know, say... Southampton or something like that. So I can't even see that, Mark. I can see him end up in South no, America, like a low team there. I, I was going to say that, but I was, what I was going yeah. to say there was Paul Fields playing for like a, a team we kind of seen. Would you say, oh, here, he would do us for a third choice striker as a free in the summer? No chance. No, not the way. No. Right, David, good night, mate. Thanks it'll very much him, for joining us, bud. It'll, it'll take him two pre seasons to get in shape. I it turns out you say there'll be South America in a free transfer, or some yeah. low-level Spanish or Portuguese type well, of team or that. Whereas the other guy, to be fair, again, like him or loading, Kent would offer a lot more. You know, he might be the most likable individual that you see, but he would offer a lot more than, than a Morales. You know what I mean? Maybe, as I said, he's he's got other things on his mind or whatever, but you could see him if he moved to a lesser side. I know he was linked with the likes of Leeds and all these before. I don't think that would be on the cards anymore. Mm. I'd probably be more championship side now. I have got to see that, yeah. But, but he might, he, he'd probably be, he'd probably do a, a good job down there. Yeah, because he's, he's, he's tired down like, the towns. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's tired him, because he wants to leave, yeah? Yeah, because, because when no. they want to go, when, they want, when, when a player wants to go, we've seen it in Celtic and obviously they're seeing it now. If nothing else Celtic learned from it is that if someone wants to go at a certain time, get the best money for them and let them go. Because mm-hmm. the notion of holding on to players anymore is dead in the water because they so basically they down tools. They down they down yeah. They down they down tools, they act like children. There's no such thing as like they you've got a handful of players like a Callum McGregor, James Forrest, these guys that are like kind of one club players like like your of, of days of old, like Paul Scholes, Giggs and these kind of guys. Yeah, you don't see it anymore. You, you know, those, no. the, the, the badge kissing and all that's take away a pinch of salt because the following week they could be gone kissing another badge in another club. So it me, means very little to the most players. But when, if a player wants to go, no, they've learned, Celtic have learned the hard way. Make sure, get, get the best money you can get and let them go. And how do you know he's just there? That's exactly. That's if a player doesn't want to be at the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you tell you the way the modern football works and that player doesn't want to be here. You tell his agent we want this X amount. You, it's up to you then to get him out the club. Would you think? Would you think Ivanovic falls into that? No, no, I don't either. But I think he's good no, enough after the World Cup if he plays well. Mm-hmm. I think. I uh, no, I think I agree with that. I think he will get. A, there will be offers for Ivanovic, but. I don't think Juranovic is that kind of moody kind of type, Paul. Mm-hmm. And again, it's maybe only going to be a case of six months. You can you can maybe talk a player into staying for like six months or a year, but you can't force a player constantly to stay. No. When, when no. you're over it, see if you're over right, If you've got a player and he's like, oh, see, right, just for sake, say for, so, uh, just to fling a name in it, Yota, right? Yota's been playing well, blah, 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 and Celtic think he's worth a new contract. Right, see if Celtic say his agent fancy I talk about a contract. Oh, I don't know about that. We'll see what's happening. So you leave it. Then six months later, you say, what about this contract? 
No, I don't know. There's got some interest for this and that. And it's t- at some point, you've got to make a decision saying this player is is long term. He's he's no in here. So we've got to make. We've got to sell him at the right time to maximise the money we make off it. And again, going back to Peter Lowe, he was one of the best at it. If a player didn't want to be here, he never, he, he didn't force him to stay, but he, he rung the, the very, very last dime out the deal. Oh, oh, he always knew. We always knew that Edward was going to go <coughs> at the, the end of the kind of just before the transfer window. We always knew that Belly was going to go just before the, tra- the end of the transfer window. But that was just Peter Lowe negotiating the very last ounce of sweat, blood and tears that he mm-hmm. could get out of it. But I mean, Kent, I mean, Morelis, there have been stories in the paper that have been signing contracts for the last 18 months and not materialised. Yeah, sure, there's there's, there's no intention. came in from Qatar, weren't there? There's just China, there's a £30 million bid for China or something like that, they said, weren't there? But when these players are not renewing contracts, they should have been, they, Rangers should have told their agents last summer, look, if they're not signing a new contract, we weren't rid of them. We get money, get them out of the club, and they've not done it. <coughs> and when you do stuff like that, it all comes back to bite you in the back. Yeah, it's back for you, Mark. Look, we, we, we learned the hardware ourselves, boys. I mean, see, when, you see the stories with Ch- the Morelis going to China for 30 million. We knew that was bullshit. No. But there's probably well, some even say Napoli were in there, Mark, and oh, Napoli no. never ever came out and. There was Benfica, Sporting Lisbon. These teams never even came out and looked at them or made a bid. Like there was no, no bid. Like it was, mean, just, you know? it was just all bullshit. Yeah, the day, and it was one. It was it, it was mostly the the Daily Record, weren't it? That were putting Aye. out there. Yeah. What Rangers should have done was Paul. See, when there was teams willing to pay, even say twelve million, just fucking mm-hmm. take that. Yeah, because take, they couldn't, man. Because they'd be uploading, yeah. Aye, the aye. Because they've been in the paper, oh, we've got this bid for China and so-and-so's wanting to pay 30 million this year and that year, which was all just bullshit. So they should yeah. have just asked, but you know, that's Celtic never, they don't, Celtic don't do that. Celtic we even, we got five million for Christie, who had aye, six months in contract, like, do you know what I mean? Hmm. Law was brilliant, all right, though, I'd be in fairness to him, like. Oh, you know, Definitely. <laughs> If you look at if you look at a guy like Kearney, who was at the top of his game, to be fair to him, when he left, he left for twenty five million. That's your that's your marker. So the notion that mm-hmm. guys are going to go for thirty, thirty five million, you know, it's pie in the sky stuff. Because Tier, Tier I think was, you will. I think there's a player in this crop of team that will break that transfer. I don't maybe, know who it is. Maybe, but there could maybe, be. Maybe I'm just I'm saying back at the time when all these other bids were in. Maybe that might be the case, Paul. But that that may be more dependent on the fact that, in the sense, what you would have got for six million five years ago. It might be twelve. It might be twelve million next time round. But I I I I fully I understand where you're coming from, Paul. From that regard, it could be, that. be harder for us then as well in in the in the opposite side as well, Terence, like to buy players because. The Prices are going to go up. Do you know what I mean? You oh, know, your 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 scouting department really has to be up to scratch now to find these gems. Aye, but see, like the price goes up for them. Our selling price goes up as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The, the kind of natural progression of inflation and stuff like that. Do you get what I mean? It's like hmm. I don't know. Say, over there, Adam McGeady, nine million pound. That was that was astronomical kind of money mm-hmm. at the time, whereas now it's not really that great 
Do you get what I mean? <laughs> but it's a risk as well, Mark, because you don't know if you're getting the best player just because of the price. Do you get me? You know? Aye, aye. Look all right, Lee, yeah? Yeah, I mean, one and a half for O'Reilly, mm-hmm. 500,000 500, for Dembele. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... But there is seen Celtic's always been good at that as well, looking at these wee kind of bargain nuggets. But everyone, but there is steel mark when they work. But when you go with the this Step, is it Stepichenko fella or a Balde fella or Pookie. you know the the, the Pookie, you know, right. Kat, like Raphael Shaitan, that yeah, Captain Cole, Kazim Richards, you know the 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 list the the list goes on when you. Yeah, the, when you get to one and a half million, it was that's a great bit of business by Celtic. But there was a stage yeah, where Celtic, yeah, where Celtic had about twenty, twenty of them, and they were like absolute nonsense rubbish, like. But it, yeah, no, it's definitely obviously the scouting system but, and but, is but much the better. Was the thing about Riley? Was it not something like a contract clause? In what regards? As if that was like he's kind of buy you, if. It's like see if see see when Dembele came to us, it was yeah that was it, Mark, international it, free kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, if an English if an English team had wanted it, it could have maybe cost him some like I don't know. I, yeah, yeah. I'm wrong. It was seven or eight million, but we could have we got for five hundred thousand. So it was maybe somebody. I'm sure I read there. I might be wrong. Well, something like that. That's how we signed Dembele. We exploited that rule. Aye. I'm sure there was something in O'Reilly's contract that if he left, if he went to another a team outside England, he could go for one and a half million. Okay. I'm sure. Don't quote me on that, but I'm sure there was something about that. Well, I heard something like that as well. I remember someone mentioning something about that as well. So maybe 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 that was maybe that scary. was the reason why the English team, you know, brilliant scout. Maybe that and that was the reason they put off some of the English sides or the sides down there that they weren't willing to pay six or seven million. But that's that's the problem. It's like your your run your run as a mill player soon enough will be eight, nine, ten million. Like you know, and I'd, have, worth, I'd have at least been worth two. I'd have at least, least not, worth two million. <laughs> Behave. That's what the fuck I'll leave. I will have my injuries. That's what you wouldn't have. Ah, uh, but you were a shitty goalkeeper. Yeah, you wouldn't have got on ahead of Toby anyway. That's all the one. I wouldn't have fucking made a fucking. The, the, what, what would you call it? The fitness. I would have failed the fitness. The medical test. The beat test. Yeah, the medical, yeah. I would have failed that. Must have done with your knee. That's grand. Big, huge knee brace on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> First cross yeah. comes in, my ball, straight over your head. Fuck, oh, no, man, no, no. Um, we laid it there. Um, I suppose, who, who is looking forward to the World Cup? You know, there's, there'll be football on it. Myself, I mean, Mark, we need to try and get interest on it. Yeah, myself, Mark and Terence, and we might try to get Jonas on or Mickey on who will be into international football, but we will be doing podcasts. Uh, we'll follow the Celtic players. Uh, do I actually I'm looking forward to watching Japan to see how they use Mahida if there's rumours that he's going to be the striker be interesting to see uh, I'm looking forward to watching their midfield I'm looking forward to seeing how good their midfield is because their midfield must be brilliant yeah exactly I think Mahida's a striker yeah he's named as their striker that's what the fellow Don uh, Alvitt said that he won't be surprised the way, the way Japan are going to play, 
it's the first time they're going to play a kind of a, a, a counter type uh, football. Uh, you see, but don't, uh, so they're going, they're going to use him for the speed to play the long ball over, it, like like we did there uh, last week. That that kind of goal mark we saw, we need to score when we watched him in Japan. The long ball <laughs> over the top and. Who's the bet in then Japan not to score a goal or get a point in the group? Fucking hell, I don't know. is a striker, come on, Paul. Yeah, I know, but he's he, he done it in the qualifiers. He used me that. He took Kyogre off and he put me up there. Like, this is... Everyone is saying like that this Japanese manager like is, is one of the most defensive managers they ever had. You know, And it's not known to be a defensive manager in Japanese football because it's so fast and attacking football. You know, it that it makes it makes no sense for him to be and if he only has about three, four, maybe five attackers really, and it's all defense, defensive, defense. You know? Well, that's a mistake you made at Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we got our channel deleted. I think we'll wind that down for the night, lads. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get uh, your love, Paul. Big love, big out, big shout outs to Toby, Paul. Go for it. Tell him you love him. Just who? shout out. Toby, just admit oh, it. I was going shout. to say there, but we're not going to talk about we're not going to talk about Toby anymore because we've different opinions. And uh, Mark was told It's not just banter, Paul, man. You know what I mean? It's just a, a laugh and a joke, but no hassles about it. Thanks very yeah. much, Pablo. Same with you, Terz. You're always great when you come on. We don't know, we join, we join United Ireland. He's shot in the bucket again and sitting with Jabber, probably somewhere shining in a bucket. <laughs> Everybody that listens in, we really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed it. Everybody that listens back, brilliant. And remember, our Christmas appeal, the link's in the d- description box below. If you can afford again, please do. Good night, lads. Hail, hail. God bless. This episode of the Boz and Bobble podcast was originally broadcast on the Celtic Rumours TV YouTube channel.